With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Chewed Up and Spit Out. As always, I'm just Dusty. And I'm still Jeff. And I'm Timmy, a.k.a. The Fat Chef. And I am, who is the motherfucking fucked up motherfucker they invited on this podcast? Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Maui Kyle in the house. <laughs> Hells yeah. Yeah. In our, in our first ever fan episode, uh, you know, Kyle's our first ever fan coming in. So first yeah. ever fan episode. Yeah. Bringing you on up here. You know, like fucking thanks for listening. Like, thanks for your comments, too. We appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, a lot of positive critique we've gotten, so very much appreciated. <laughs> and as I recall, you have absolutely no restaurant experience, correct? Absolutely zero, except for doing a little dishwashing at the bottom of my podunk country house in the middle of Glencoe, <laughs> California, which I'm sure nobody has ever heard of. Yeah, fair enough, you know. Got yourself in the suds, though. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> good deal. Well, I, hey, I know I know about dishwashing and smoking weed at the end of the night, and that's about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right well, you on. got the essentials down. You're a natural, bud. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> From there, it only goes up <laughs> or higher. We should say <laughs> yeah, it only gets higher. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By that we mean hard drugs and management positions. <laughs> Well, <laughs> sometimes it can be hand in hand. <laughs> yeah. Well, good deals. Fucking. All right, Kyle. Fucking. What you want to know from uh, the back of the lines, the back of the house here? <laughs> okay. Seriously, how many kitchens do you guys work in that cocaine is a prevalent, like, mandatory option? Because I, from listening to you guys, it is very clear to me that there's not a lot of cocaine in your kitchens. I'm specifically um, asking about past jobs. <laughs> well, it does depend on the job. <laughs> yeah, that's actually, it all depends on, uh, at least from my experience, what I've noticed is it all depends on the vibe of the place. Like uh, some restaurants are Coke restaurants, some restaurants are weed restaurants, some restaurants are fucking straight-laced restaurants, and they go under in the first two months. <laughs> <laughs> some restaurants are just die-hard alcoholics. You know, it's like nobody, nobody's getting high, but fucking homeboy in the back has been drunk since noon on his 10-hour shift. <laughs> and some restaurants refuse to bring out full bowls of ranch i understand yeah. <laughs> yes indeed was it too early to bring up the ranch was that record breaking for a podcast yeah uh, maybe maybe actually yeah. you know <laughs> um two minutes i think we got them all right not too shabby there yeah as far as i like, go you know like uh, the blow in the kitchens just take a hard look at the people who are making more money than you and figure out what they do then you'll figure out what type of kitchen uh, it is <laughs> I don't but, know. But I from an uh, perspective, all I see is the waitress. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's very rare I see a wait waitress going. Oh, what was your order? 
Eh, well. that, that's just because they're they're veteran waitresses. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're paid I to mean, put on a face for you. Uh, late, I don't think it's been around. I mean, since like the nineties, it's not been prevalent in my opinion. Actually, that's a good point. I would say I haven't seen. Um, I wouldn't say since since the nineties per se for me, but I've seen a definite decline in it over the progression of the the 2000s to the late 2000s. It kind of seems like the ebb and flow of like, as it started to become not okay to do a lot of the 80s stuff, the cocaine use gradually dropped and got replaced by different people. So like once it was like, okay, you can't be fucking the hostess in the fucking dry pantry or feeding shots to those guys, then all of a sudden the cocaine use goes down with the new wave of people coming in. Yeah, like uh, the new fad, I think, is maybe like vape pens, I guess, you yeah, know? Yeah, Obviously, we're not supposed to smoke on the clock, but like a little hash pen, like a little trip somewhere, yeah. You know? yeah. Well, vape pens are crazy, too, because uh, I've seen a lot of people uh, and known some people who have pulled the trick at work before where it's like you start making a big deal about smoking a, a nicotine vape pen because people are always interested in people quitting smoking, especially the people who would rat on you for smoking weed at work. So you make a big deal about it. Like I'm cutting down and I'm switching to this vape pen. And then in your other pocket, you carry the hash pin. So anytime they catch you smoking it, they're like, good on you way to cut down. And you're sitting over there. <laughs> Just get lifted, boss. I'll be back in ten minutes. Just get my nicotine break on. Like you've got a cigarette in your other hand. Like, well, I didn't take a drag of that. I hit the vape pin, so it's a success. Uh, that's one, Kyle. I can know you, can, you did not work in the industry. You said ten minutes on that. If you're taking a ten minute break, you better take your cigarette, your lunch break, and your shit at the same time. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, okay, so that's a very real thing that runs into both industries whether it's kitchen or in my welding industry okay. my boss oh, right hired now. me to be a high productive motherfucker if i smoke a cigarette it's like three minutes or less or he might just be on one of those breakdowns where he's like hey i i might want to have a cigarette come let me join you hmm. yeah. oh, sorry sherry and jake i hope you're not listening to this <laughs> <laughs> so what? kind of funny thing is uh i actually held uh welding cert for a little while i They've lapsed, but I used to be uh, certified to do structural welding. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, okay, so I, did, I have uh, never been certified in structural welding. Oh, righto. Yeah, I did all my um, structural certs for uh, ARC and MIG. Oh, wow. Yeah, everything Everything I do is just like uh, decorative shit, like handrails and staircases okay. and everything. Nothing's actual structural. Everything's structural, my boss welds. Righto. Well, that's okay. <laughs> well, yeah. Good old Timmy's got an eye for meticulousness. Well, I've heard meticulousness, like welding, uh, I guess doctor work, cooking. Yeah, pretty close, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is this is the one industry I've never worked in where uh any drug has been prevalent. It's like no, <laughs> show up show up straight for work. I'm like, okay. I'm used to running my own business in Hawaii where I drink a six pack before I go to work. (laughs) (laughs) When you work for yourself and you show up at your client's house and they actually require your dog to be there. I'm not joking. (laughs) (laughs) Really? I roll up to customers' houses in Hawaii and they'd be like, Hey, where's your dog? 
I'm like, oh, well, I left her at home today. She was having an upset stomach. Like, can you make sure you bring her next time? I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Me working here is a prerequisite for being at your house? She's like, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. No parking problem. <laughs> to bring my dog to work. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's funny. Yeah, we actually kind of hired you for the dog. We didn't want to say it before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, okay, dog's coming. Yeah, geez, guess I, so. I actually caused I actually caused quite a few fights between a couple of couples because they're like, "Well, you see how I see how much you like his dog, so I want to get a puppy." And he's like, "No, I don't. I don't want a dog. Remember, we're going to be moving soon." She's like, "Well, we can move with the dog to Washington from Hawaii." He's like, "No, we can't." I support you. You write my paychecks. I will make sure that I tell her, no, you don't want a dog, and I'll stop bringing my dog to work. Yeah. He's like, no, don't stop bringing the dog. <laughs> oh, man. It's really like a tennis ball position to be in between two people. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's right. Oh, that is, and it's funny too that he would have that reaction. You can't take a dog to Washington, like no. You can. It, it's the opposite way. Going from Hawaii to the mainland, like you could have your dog sit on the, your lap in the plane. It's coming back that they won't allow because we got all the crazy shit out here. You know. Yeah. No one's get. No one's dogs are getting rabies or shit like that on Maui. So it's like, of course they can go anywhere. That dog is the <laughs> safest dog that's ever traveled. He's never yeah, even I, met a I snake. I to take my dogs to the vet in Hawaii and give them a rabies shot. And I'm like, I don't get it. Why do I have to give them a rabies shot? They're like, well, because they have rabies in the mainland. I'm like, yeah, but we don't have rabies over here. So my dog doesn't have it. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. She needs to be vaccinated before she goes there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what is, is he going to get it from a squirrel? <laughs> and, oh, <laughs> yeah. Also, kind of weird rule the airlines require. They say, hey, your dog needs to have at least four inches. Their crate needs to be at least four inches taller than them standing up and four inches longer than them from nose to beginning of tail. Huh. So I had to buy the biggest dog crate in Hawaii, which doesn't sound like a big deal. I'm sure at Tractor Supply in Colorado, Texas, California, <laughs> it's like yeah. 150 bucks. <laughs> in Hawaii, that's a three hundred dollar dog crate. God damn it! Is that like a, to make sure like uh, the turbulence hurts worse, for, like when they bounce off the? Yeah, <laughs> you think I, you'd want them tight, packed with blankets or something? I literally <laughs> crawled into that crate the night before we left, ducked down, sat on the floor, and crawled inside it. I was sitting up straight. I'm I'm six feet tall. <laughs> so even sitting in the dog crate i could sit up straight and my head just barely touched the ceiling <laughs> that might actually be the way to fly <laughs> next time you go somebody go on a trip with a buddy like okay we're gonna rock paper scissors for who sits in the dog cargo hold put some floppy ears on you and i'm just gonna milk it and make them not be able to tell me you're not actually a dog yeah here's an ashtray shut the fuck up <laughs> yeah. i have a doctor's note with a condition saying i need this animal with me <laughs> But they did get me on the plane a lot sooner than I thought it would because they tell you to check in. Normally, you're supposed to check in two hours early for a flight, right? I think so, yeah. Mm -hmm. I guess. Well, one hour at least. They told me when you're checking with the dog, you should only be there one hour 
before the flight. Huh. That way the uh, dog doesn't spend too much time in the crate. Okay, yeah. Uh-huh. I know. So I show up to the airport one hour before my plane takes off, and they're like, dude, your plane is boarding already. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, I'm here an hour before it takes off. What do you mean it's boarding already? And they're like, yeah, do right. you have someone that can run your dog through air checks and security checks and uh, what do they call it? Uh, the environmental check where they scan everything to make sure that your dog doesn't have cocaine or seeds or like fruits embedded <laughs> yeah. in his body. I don't know what he ate. He's a partier. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the guy's got a mind of his own. I let him out at night. <laughs> I just stayed up guarding my balls off last night. I've got two friends that escorted me here to the airport, so it's good that I brought them because they've got my dog to check through. Meanwhile, the lady at the airport counter, she's like, you need to walk to the front of the line and cut past everybody because this plane's going to leave with you. <laughs> <laughs> Adios, dog. <laughs> I'm that rude cunt at the airport being like, I'm sorry, I just checked in my dog. I'm like waving my airport pass in the air and everybody's like being super polite. Everybody in Hawaii that was on vacation, isn't on vacation, whether they live there or not, they're waving me through and they're like, Go, go, go. <laughs> go, you got this. Yeah. I get to my gate and they are deboarding my plane. Everybody that's already boarded my plane, they're deboarding. So now I'm up there. My dog has already gone through security. I'm sitting there walking around the airport. And people are like, this asshole just walked past me and said, my dog's on the plane. I got to get there. And you just at the mini bar just having a drink. Thanks. No, I'm at the bar. Exactly. I'm at the bar having a drink. Everybody that just watched me walk past them in line, and they're waiting for their drink, but I'm already at the bar. <laughs> I'd, I'd buy you one, but these are airport drinks. They're like $9 a pop. So just think, that, you know, if it were a normal bar, I'd buy one of you a drink. But... Oh, jeez. Yeah, so... yeah, if I could afford to buy you guys drinks, I'd buy every one of you a drink. Yeah, I can buy one beer. You can all share it. It's, it's an airport. It's a nine dollar drink. This is pre-COVID, so you're fine. Just all of you can share one straw. Share a needle. Fuck it. It's pre-COVID. You're fine. God damn. Halfway the truth. <laughs> yeah. Oh my! How the times have changed. No. Well, fucking. Hey, New Year, right? Like a uh, same shit New Year? I don't know what that yeah. is going to yeah, be. Yeah, this is the first this is the first official podcast of fucking 2021. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Number 25, <laughs> yeah, first yeah. of 2021. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel a little special. Episode nice. 25, first episode of the New Year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, those are all yeah. those are all good omens. <laughs> However, I feel like I put in more work than any one of your previous guests. I've listened to every single episode. You are by far our biggest fan. You listen. Not only have you listened to them, you've listened to them in depth enough to like give me, give me some honest critique on most uh, most episodes. Yeah, I laugh my ass off. Like whatever. Like his phone lights up, and you're like, all right. 
the fuck is charcuterie? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shit. What the fuck? Yeah. So uh, for the listeners, because we got that over before we got a record on. Uh, yeah, that was kind of how this started. I got a call from Kyle, and it started with, "Yeah, what the fuck is charcuterie?" <laughs> I mean, I can Google it, but I figure I might as well just call you right up. Oh, yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, and yeah, we just after a long, long-winded description, we came back around to the classic fancy lunchables. <laughs> yep. Fancy, yeah, yeah. fancy lunchables. I like that. Yeah. I can understand that. You're speaking yeah, human expensive language. Expensive fancy lunchables. Yeah. yeah. Super expensive. For Super expensive. Folks. I used to work at a place <laughs> where we did one on a fucking big ass koa piece of wood. And it was like 25 bucks. Big ass charcuterie plate. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah. It was all good stuff. It's better quality stuff, but. Yeah, and we both worked at a place where I had to like carve out a fucking apple swan to put on that charcuterie plate just to look fancy. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, fancy Definitely shit like that. that. Turn an yeah. apple into a swan. Yeah, ready, set, go. <laughs> so why did okay, people so start I have posting photos on social media of making charcuterie boards? I don't know why they're going after that like all hard these days either. Like, come on. <laughs> oh, there was no reason? Oh, God. I totally want to do one kidding. now. I totally want to do a video of making a charcuterie board and just have that music like I uh, used for, uh, uh, used to use for fucking cooking with pros and cons. Come on, come on. Uh, charcuterie on. And fucking, yeah. <laughs> and just fancy music, set out a fancy plate, get the whole set up. And then just the final process, just be a Lunchable, just flipped upside down, just boom. <laughs> Capri Sun and everything. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. Charcuterie. Parsley over the oh, top. Pow. Just laid out on the edge of the plate, all the ham slices and crackers laid out. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's it's called the Kyle. <laughs> it's called the Kyle. Yeah. It's called the Kyle. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, it sounds fancy. <laughs> now, the new, the new, it's called the Kyle is the air fryer cooked steak. The air fryer cooked steak. Okay, okay. So, what, what you got going on with your air fryer? <laughs> okay, okay, you guys, look, look. I can't lie. The air fryer is amazing, just as amazing as everybody on every podcast has made me think about it for the last couple of years. I'm sure you guys as chefs are laughing at me, but I'm like, yo, I take one of these beef loin, top sirloin steak boneless. Mm -hmm. I put that in there. I put two tablespoons of butter on top, a little bit of basil, a little bit of salt, pepper. Put that thing in for fucking, what is it? It's it's 10 minutes at, at 390. Thing oh, comes out perfect one, every time. <laughs> Bing. Well, yeah. Isn't uh, an air fryer just like a tiny convection oven? That's what I'm thinking, yeah. yeah. Tiny pressurized convection oh, okay. oven, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Is it pressurized? Oh, I think. Pressure? Is it pressurized? No, it's not pressurized. It is oh, not pressurized. Oh, okay. okay. I'd probably work a lot quicker if it was. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> oh, I wish I had my drums. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the dirty shit from last night. I cook it on top of the grill with the plate underneath. So it keeps the steak floating. All the air circulates around it. <laughs> okay. Nice. So it's like a, a waterless sous vide. Yeah. And you know, okay, so sous vide was a big thing. I am not real big on sous vide. It's boiling stuff Wait. in a bag to the basics Wait, of it, right? Yeah. Sous vide or sous vide? 
Uh, it depends on the tense, I, I imagine. Like, are you Sufi Sufi or not to or not Sufi? That is the question. Sufi or not Sufi? Yeah, you're right. It is nobler to cook your food in a fryer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, where's that? Boom, boom, boom. Oh, boom, boom. Air fryers are for people that can't afford to go out to restaurants and tip us. So, uh, yeah, uh, real good tip. Yeah, yeah not so much these days. <laughs> no, yeah, I do. I do think, especially now that I'm on unemployment, I'm kind of mad that they don't tip me. But I've been so good on unemployment. I've been so good on my services. Like, anytime you guys want something, I'm like, here you go. You know, prompt service. Isn't the government tipping like an extra like $500 a week right now? I hope so. That'd be cool. I'm not not on unemployment, unfortunately. I think they will be soon. Uh, It's a one-time deal, not a week, though. (laughs) No. I know know they were sending out $600 a week to people on unemployment. So people that weren't, uh, what do they call them? Important people? Essential. Essential. No. Yeah. Yeah, see, that's the problem is the second waivers are really getting fucked here. You know, it's kind of like it's kind of like history. Like, you know, like the the previous generation came and took up all the good benefits. So now the current generation just gets fucked on the benefits. <laughs> so who's getting Honestly, who's getting fucked the worst is, like you said, the mid-range people, which is restaurant people. Yeah. Because yeah. you guys were told you're necessary. Then all of a sudden, oh no, only if they have tents outside with like less than two walls. Yeah, they're making the you shit know? up as they go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> restaurant owners are going through fucking left and rights taking out loans and like hey i need to open up or close let me know what's happening and they're like no 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 everything's fine go ahead and open up here's everything oh no the numbers just went up in california we're gonna shut you back down mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. it's back to take out only yeah yes yeah, so they're the only people that i see in the industry in any industry that are taking that yo-yo effect they're like no here's your money nope we're taking it away mm-hmm. here's your money no we're taking it yeah. away yeah, but you know who's getting fucked harder than restaurants? Bars. Yeah. yeah. Bars that don't offer food, for sure. Yeah. But I did hear that uh, that here pretty soon, bars are going to be able to open at 10% capacity as long as everyone is constantly on a carousel <laughs> that goes around in the middle <laughs> yeah. of the restaurant. Is that how it's and everyone work? is dressed like 1920s carnies. That's what they think will steer the COVID <laughs> away the worst. <laughs> Like, think about it, 1920s. a sushi restaurant where everything comes by on a plate. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I miss sushi boat places. I I, I love, and I'm not even that big on sushi. I just have such a craving for the gimmick of my food coming around on a little (laughs) fucking boat. (laughs) I want them to do that with every restaurant. Like, I would love it if I went out to a steakhouse and I'm like fucking, you know, New York Strip mid-rare and then the guy's like okay here it comes and a little fucking tugboat just brings my steak down a fucking street <laughs> oh it's a train that this be, time that would be the largest thing on the tiniest plate as far as those can do go <laughs> just, 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 the plate's just dragging like yeah yeah well along the same lines new york strip just coming down that thing like yeah. flipping over the lines yeah. Well, to quote Jaws, we're going to need a bigger boat. 
<laughs> okay, so I've never been to a place that did this before or cooked in one, but back in the day there was a trend of having the maitre d' or whatever go around, like do baked Alaskas or crepes, like tableside service like that, you know, carving. You know, such an old school like dinosaur 80s thing. Mm -hmm. However, could that not be like a almost like your little tray that goes by, you know, contact with serving, only have one person going by? Doing food per table? Uh, if he rides on a little train or a boat, I would be interested. Okay. <laughs> if he's walking up on two legs like the rest of us, get the fuck out of here with your legs. <laughs> <laughs> if I wanted to see someone walk around, I'd stand up and walk around. <laughs> I did tell you that Captain Fuckass is doing uh, um, Bananas Foster, right? So that's table side. Oh, table uh, he's, side. he's going that route. Like, he's doing that table side? <laughs> Yeah, Who's Captain Fuckass? Uh, he's Captain Fuckass, <laughs> you know. Oh, he's somebody that we can't actually name because we're not trying to get mm -hmm. people fired on this podcast, right? Well, I won't get fired. In fact, I'm looking forward to the fist fight I have with him. Yeah. It could go either way. <laughs> I, I don't know who would win that yeah. one. But <laughs> yeah, I was actually going to mention Captain Fuckass is a chef at a really shitty place that I worked for a little <laughs> while. And Timmy so worked, like, the, worked there. Taco yeah. Bell, right? Taco Bell. It's a Taco yeah, Bell. We, we could definitely call yeah, it Taco Bell. It's, a, it's, a, it's actually, it's a La Quinta Inn. Uh, we worked at a La Quinta Inn. And uh, yeah, they do that table side shit, but that place is a total garbage sack. Oh, yeah. Kim, Kim, my wife is confident 100% that that place is haunted. And I like 50% believe her because I would go. The, the downstairs, the basement is what it was. And I don't think it was as much haunting as it's just you put nine people in a cramped basement to, like, put out food. And one of them's always bound to break. But that, <laughs> that place had a basement. And every time I did a lot of the catering stuff and every time we do catering in the basement, for sure, one person would break. And there was no telling who it was. And, you know, at first I was just like, oh, these guys break under pressure in the fucking basement. And then I had a day and it was just like out of nowhere. The second we get in the basement, I'm like, fuck all of you. Fuck everything. She doesn't know what she's doing. I should leave. <laughs> yeah. I should punch that guy in the face, punch that guy in the dick, punch her in the tits and walk the fuck out of here. <laughs> It sounds like how you felt the first time you were sent into the fridge to go grab basil and you didn't know what the fuck basil was. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he wasn't nearly as jaded then. Yeah. Uh oh. Bringing it back to like episode four or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not a true fan. I don't know what a true yeah. fan is. The spinach incident. <laughs> Does this taste like spinach? Yeah. <laughs> By the way, speaking of true fans, Episode 23. Who the hell was your friend you had on? Oh, Guthrie, the OG. That motherfucker oh. needs to be doing voiceovers for, like, <laughs> yes. movies. Oh, yeah. If So if we do any movies, he's doing the voiceover for them. If we ever get ad reads, if anyone... I, I literally kept waiting for the moment where all of a sudden you'd be like, hey, Guthrie, can we just, like, hear you say real quick, in a world... <laughs> <In a world. laughs> And something horrible else happens. Yeah. <laughs> Just insert the blanks here. That guy would have killed it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think he knows what he's doing, you know. Yeah. He's just building it up. <laughs> and anyone who's listening who wants to sponsor us, he's going to do our ad reads. So if you want us to, to sponsor us and him to do ad reads, 
We already got a guy saying he'll do them. Yeah, just talk to us first. <laughs> talk to us first. Yeah. <laughs> you know, cut in the middleman, as I always say. <laughs> yeah, fucking G's awesome. <laughs> like, yeah, he put some time in us with the, up at the other place. He was a pizza spinner, you know. Is definitely something he could do. Like, like actually toss the, the crust and everything? Uh, no, not well, so we much. We did like hand stretched there. That's fun. That's funny on the camera because uh, we're having a video conversation. It looks like I'm saying like, no, no, <laughs> no, no. no. I'm showing the motion for stretching a pizza. We did hand stretch. <laughs> Rotating it all at one time. Yeah. And like I leave some of it like a, off the counter a little bit so it stretches out. Let like it dangle. Let gravity do its work yeah. on the little side, you know. I always like that. No. But oh yeah, like uh, behind your backs, and like you do all like all the fancy stuff, you know. <laughs> Timmy's yeah, a pizza well, ninja. Do all that stuff. <laughs> hey, there you go. There you yeah. go. Eatables. <laughs> oh, that's a California gummy eatable. Yeah, that's a Christmas? red and green. That's a Christmas. Christmas themed, but look at the fucking imprint quality on that. That is okay. So there, yeah, for the for the non videos, that's that's the best. Uh, best uh fucking weed gummy thing? weed gummy art i've ever seen someone's got their gummy art someone's not just smoking weed they're smoking crack while they're making the weed gummies hmm <laughs> my ex-girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> no i baby i babysat her dog and she dropped me off with a, a mason jar full of those things i'm down to the last uh <laughs> nice. <laughs> You've been there for like two nights. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The weed gummies are awesome, but the downside is uh, that I always find is that I eat them too quick because I also keep <laughs> smoking and then I get the munchies. And then before I know it, I'm like, I'll have the weed gummies by the weed. You know, I won't have them by the candy. So then when I get high and I'm like, I want some candy, I'm like, I don't want to get up and walk all the way over to the candy. I'm just going to get, I'm just going to eat a couple of those weed gummies. <laughs> and then <laughs> the 28th level ones, whatever. The downside is people visiting your house from out of state. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do elaborate, please. Yes, this sounds like it's going to make it for a good story. I think we need to hear where this is going. <laughs> All right, well, I just had a friend from Hawaii. We'll call her um, Molly, just to change her name. <laughs> All right. She rolls up, and, and uh, she works in some form of governmental work. Anyways, she doesn't smoke. Even though she lives in Hawaii, she doesn't smoke. But mm -hmm. since she's on vacation, she's like, yeah, give me one of those gummies. I'm like, you should probably take half. She's like, no. Nah, <laughs> Have fun. Have fun. Like, we'll, be, we'll be fine. Because I take like four of those things and carry on with my evening like nothing happened. <laughs> at, the exact, at the exact dosage time it should take, 40 to 45 minutes she looks at me and she goes hey i think i'm feeling those things I'm like no you're not feeling them already <laughs> 10 minutes later she's on my couch like okay i'm ready to go to sleep 
<laughs> just tranquilized her. Got the best night of sleep she's ever had. <laughs> slept for like 15 yeah, hours. Nice vacation. <laughs> yeah, it's good to see you. <laughs> so now I'm like, okay, I should I should share those with my boss since Christmas is rolling up. <laughs> okay. Now he smokes, she doesn't. So I went ahead and I gave him like five of those gummies and I went in and I told him the same story that I told you guys. I'm like, yo, she took one 45 minutes later. She went to sleep and had a great night of sleep. She doesn't smoke. You do. So I suggest you take a full leaf. (laughs) He literally goes in and he takes a, a, a blade, his pocket knife, and he cuts one of those in half and then cuts it in half again. He takes, he takes a quarter dose. His wife takes another quarter dose. He comes to work the next day or after the next weekend and he goes, Hey, um, I'm going to give those back to you. We're never going to do edibles again. Oh, <laughs> I won't bother to elaborate on that because I'm sure you guys can fill in the blanks. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Sounds like uh, they uh, went to different dimensions, you know, <laughs> had a real bad time. They, they slept really good. Then they woke up and had trouble sleeping. And I'm like, oh, man, Vic, you should have just slept like a rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, tell me this. The answer to the question is when you woke up and you had trouble sleeping again, did you take another quarter? Because <laughs> oh! that would have been the res- correct response. <laughs> well, I'm really having trouble sleeping after doing that. I should no, probably take another zero, one. They get zero chances they were going to try them again. And they were like, yo, can I give these back to you? I'm like, yo, give them to your kids. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to get addicted to marijuana. <laughs> this will keep you off cigarettes. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, can... I think my favorite edible, uh, the, the most powerful one we had uh, was here, here in Colorado on uh, uh, it was a Halloween and it was our buddy. Um, I'm not going to name drop him just in case he wouldn't like it. But uh, Big big Red, Grande <laughs> Rojo, Big Ginge. He, he will know who I'm talking about by all of those. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he will. Uh, uh, yeah, he uh, he came in. And it was, it's, uh, the dude is the coolest motherfucker ever. He showed up in basically like a green man outfit from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. But it was camouflaged. <laughs> And like, like at one camouflage. point, <laughs> urban camouflage, and it, like a couple times, oh, so like we, see him. yeah, we caught him like in the fucking. We went to there was at least that one like club style bar, and he's on the dance floor, but not on the dance floor, just like fucking against the wall, <laughs> just <laughs> blending in, just standing there with his camo, just in the full suit. But he brought, I think it was like. A 5,000 milligram cupcake he had. It was hefty. It was like a, a, a chocolate <laughs> ball that weighed at least two ounces. Yeah. That was the size of a golf ball. It was dense. It was yeah. fucking stupid. And he cut it. I think we cut it into five pieces. And each of us took those. And it was just, yeah. Woo, just blast you know, off. You your friends that are in Colorado and used to hearing nothing about weed, you don't expect to hear them talk about cutting drugs up. <laughs> yeah. it's true you know? oh god that yeah the, the yeah first time i saw dabs here i thought someone was smoking crack 
Hey, I literally almost bounced. Found a baking soda. I can teach you how to turn it yeah. into fucking two thousand. <laughs> it was yeah. It was after work one day. I get off of work. Homeboy's like, "You want to come? You want to come get high after work?" And we were talking about smoking weed all day, and it was a new job. So I'm like, "Yeah." You know, we get over to his house, and he pulls out his whole fucking dab rig. And starts setting up and starts heating up the torch. And I just stand up off the couch. Just like, whoop! Ah, you know, I gotta go. I'm fucking... I gotta go and take off. I got uh, fucking things to do outside of this. I'm not smoking no crack. And he's a, he's a Middle Eastern dude. So he was very confused. He's like, what are you doing? You said you wanted to smoke. Let's smoke. I'm like, yeah, What's dude, I ain't smoking here? crack. He's like, no. Dabs. Oh, I just made it more fun. Come <laughs> yeah. on. Like, What's the fucking dab? <laughs> <laughs> I think he might have worked with this fellow Timmy at that one at Taco Bell yeah, place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh. he worked at the same Taco Bell, Middle Eastern feller. Yeah. The same, the same guy that would uh, ride the bus with his like uh, assault rifle to go to the shooting range. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's also a very aggressive pool player. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Same Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, good friend. Probably put me on a list or two though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fucking red. <laughs> no, I don't want to smoke crack. No, I don't want to smoke crack. Oh, nope, I'm good. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I can. In, in my defense, our boss for sure smoked crack. So it was easy to make that. Oh, it's like, yeah, because yeah, our boss at the time, uh, uh, fucking Rob, whatever his name was, that guy, he fucking. He didn't smoke crack. He was smoking meth, though. Uh, he probably graduated to meth by that point, but yeah. <laughs> he he become in zombie teeth. Called him zombie teeth because it was like the the fucking uh, World War Z. There's, there's a few scenes in that movie where they get close to the zombie and the zombie just <laughs> every tooth is a fang and every other tooth is missing. <laughs> and he just uh, just keeps grinding. clicking them. Just <laughs> oh. oh yeah, what what should we do, boss? I need you cut up more tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> like, yep. will, you st- will you stop that? You're fucking scared. I'm, I'm afraid you're gonna bite me. <laughs> and we're surrounded by fire and knives. <laughs> yeah, I am terrified right now of the zombie apocalypse. Did you get bit while you were on break? <laughs> you, you, you would tell me if someone came up to you and bit you in a strange way, right? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would actually be a, a hard one to. Uh, to confess to a co-worker I feel like getting to work like you know some dude bit me yeah, okay uh, this conversation's over fellow co-worker I'm uh, <laughs> going back to work now <laughs> you keep your private life private and I'll keep mine private <laughs> but I was in the walk-in <laughs> I was in the walk-in it's <laughs> so on the way to, sh- to work and some homeless dude bit me well it kind of sucks to be you is uh, what it sounds like to me <laughs> I'll see how that's my problem. I am. <laughs> Kitchen cordiality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You try to buy me off. That's exactly what you would hear in the kitchen. That's like office work, I guess, as opposed to if you said that to someone in the kitchen. Uh, a homeless dude bit me on the way to work. Your coworker would just grab the knife. Like, you try to fucking bite me. I'm going to kill you, bro. I don't it's give on. A fuck. <laughs> you even look like you're hungry. I will dome you right now. <laughs> I have seven knives, and it I can I can lose two of them. 
I can leave two of them in you, and I'll be fine to go on about my day. I'll finish my shift. <laughs> I'll finish my shift. In the kitchen, you always assume, like, even if you had to commit a murder right on shift, in your mind, you always assume that the shift is going to continue going. Like, you stabbing <laughs> someone in the heart isn't going to end the shift. It's going to be like, stab them, and like, okay, guys, we can rally through this. <laughs> I need a yeah, new just cut his liver and his heart out right now. How can we serve those up? Yeah. <laughs> Toss him in the walk-in. Yeah. It needs a little bit of marinade time, though. Yeah. <laughs> Toss him in the walk-in. We'll figure this out once the rush is over. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Your co-worker's like, no, the shift is over, dude. You just murdered someone. I shat myself when you murdered someone, so technically I have to go home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining being like Maui when I come off the boat with a bunch of fresh fish and bring them to a restaurant with my friend that took me fishing. He would literally just walk up with these fresh fish. These guys would be like, okay, give me the first, the best one. He would just grab it up on his hands and walk it through the restaurant like a fucking parade, like a whore on his shoulder. <laughs> everybody. Yeah. Take it to the bathroom cut it up and bring out fresh piece of fucking sushi for everybody in the restaurant. And then tell everyone that hasn't ordered yet. We have fresh fish from the ocean just delivered right now. Mm -hmm. What do you want? Cha -ching. Yeah. I want to clean this cum out of my pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brilliant advertising right there. And that's just the very best. I mean, when it comes in like off the boat to the restaurant, you know, and then like a little nice, like fucking, you know, amuse bushes there, like little treats. <laughs> you know, perfect. And we're literally still in the back room unloading fresh fish from the night before catch on this guy's scale. And I'm not even a fisherman. I'm just a landscaper that went fishing with my friends overnight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we got $2,000 worth of fish dropped off at this restaurant, $1,000 dropped off at that restaurant. Yeah, well, like uh, the two thousand dollars you dropped off probably just turned into ten thousand dollars. He turned that two thousand into ten thousand mm -hmm. just that walk through. Yeah. <laughs> See, I realized that the opposite side when I was uh, when I had uh, taken over ordering in a restaurant and I was ordering fish, and it was all fish that used to just be so common on Maui. It was like shit we would oh, eat sure. all the time, and it's like oh, I want to get some mahi mahi, and it's like oh my god, that's how much a pound. And I knew dudes that were bringing in fish that were how many fucking pounds? Like, that fish must have been worth a fucking fortune. <laughs> it's like, that's a car worth of fish final sale price right there. Yeah, for the breakdown, I guess. Yeah, like, we, uh, we were fishing a lot. We were fishing a lot deeper than that. So all we brought in was a lot of uh, pink and red snapper. Mm -hmm. I mean, they call it Onagi or Onaga or whatever the hell. Hmm. I don't know, but when you pull these fish up from 900 feet deep, their eyeballs have popped out of their fucking heads. Oh, yeah, Onaga. <laughs> yeah. And so have their stomachs out of their mouths. So yeah. as soon as you pull them on board, you slice their stomach open, it deflates, mm -hmm. and you watch their eyeballs slowly pressurize back into their head. <laughs> wow. Nice. Yeah. That's some fishing right there. Yeah. <laughs> you pull a fish up so fast it gets fucking the bins. <laughs> yeah. That's got to be the that's, shittiest that's experience for a fish. Literally what's happening. <laughs> like not only that's do you literally get what's caught. Happening. It's getting the bins. <laughs> get drug up. It's not like It's not reeling with a fishing pole. It's like, okay, we're we 
dunked five lures overboard on a powered fishing reel. And you're just sitting there holding it with your hand until you feel something tug. And then all of a sudden you flick a switch and you wait until 900 feet of reel reels up by itself. Yeah, because that's a lot <laughs> of reel to reel up. And you're like, oh shit, I got two. I got two on one. Because we used to put out five hooks on every line. Yeah. Oh, dude, but uh, hand reeling 900 feet would be fucking, that would be a. You need a team uh, and a fucking a dedication. <laughs> For real, that's like, especially well, if you got a fish on, if you're fighting a fish and trying to reel a regular. Yeah, that is so much line to reel. And the reel's got to be so fat, too. But, <laughs> Dusty, you can attest to this. It's cheating in Hawaii, basically, if you're fishing from a boat. Because you're not reeling it into shore past all the reef and everything a fish yeah. just wants to dart and swim around. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking cheaters. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Justin, Justin's uncle, Richard, is yeah. the guy that basically <clears throat> taught us how to fish. I don't know about you, Dusty, but he taught me how to fish. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's all I know about ocean fishing comes from Richard. Uh, I've heard some great stories from Richard. More <laughs> yeah. gear fishing than fish she would catch <laughs> because you know the fish they're smart there they swim around rocks they they do shit to break free so yep. they'll mm-hmm. happily swim off with a hook in their mouth and be like fuck it i'm out of here <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, smart. they're smart if i break for that lava rock he can't get me and i'll get the squid <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh that actually uh yeah uh they they uh brought up a picture last time i saw him of me uh when he caught one of his fish uh me gaffing it which if 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 you don't know what gaffing is it's where you uh hook it with the hook but apparently the way people hook it is you you know you kind of put the hook up to it and you just like hook it in Mm mm-hmm uh, I came in like Conan the goddamn barbarian and the pictures of me just like waist deep, full cockback. You can see the water spray, so it's clear it's not my first swing. And I am just going in just full. And I did go in full tilt. And he said he was on the beach. Uh, him and my sister were both just screaming on the beach because they thought that I was going to just hit the line and break it. But somehow the second swing, powerhouse swing, just domed it perfectly (laughs) in the head, killing the fish, but also hooking completely through its head. So I just pulled it up and it was just... Yeah, hooked right through the fucking temple, basically. <laughs> it was gaffed. <laughs> it was gaffed. Kind of shot like if he didn't catch the fish, he definitely would have swung through the water and caught his own cat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. If I didn't hit that fish, that probably would have been a worse story. I'm like, that's why I've always had a limp. <laughs> you put the own gaff in your leg, so you're just putting yourself as bait out there on a hook. So they might have got a bigger fish. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, we used to. That's. <laughs> Look, we just push him out in a kayak until he faints and falls off and use him as bait. Yeah, the kayak being the bobber. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we used to, I even remember back in the day as kids, that used to be the game uh, when everyone was fishing, uh, when the older older guys were fishing, to swim out the fucking lures. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, you'd you'd take the hook or the fucking weight. And you'd see how far you could swim it out, be it with boogie board, kayak, fucking snorkel, whatever you wait, had. Wait, 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 wait. Let me let me paint the picture. 
we are going to put the weight in your boat. And five feet behind that, we already have bait trailing behind the kayak. Three hooks so with pieces of squid. in the water, scenting just, and trailing. Just squid oh, tentacles and, and dangling. you get far enough out that it looks like we're going to run out of line, we're going to tell your 16-year-old ass to drop the line and paddle back. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair to put him out for a lemonade stand, I guess. Yeah, yeah fuck lemonade. Now, this is on the same night that that they're sending us out in the kayaks that his uncles have already reeled in one black fin shark and one tiger shark mm -hmm. about three feet yeah. long each. Every night it was guaranteed. Uh, you'd catch tons of good eating fish there, uh, tons of alua, but every, every time it was pretty much guaranteed overnight, someone was pulling in a shark of some yeah, variety, be it tiger. And there were a lot of tigers that... They would pull and in too. Someone needs to sit on top of that shark and <laughs> yeah. hold it still while someone else goes in with channel locks and removes the hook from its mouth. Yeah, we got to get the hook out. We're not going to sacrifice a hook or leave a hook in a shark. <laughs> That'd be rude. <laughs> but a 15 year old boy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got and plenty of those. It's a fucking shark. The only What's reason we're do? doing that is because the hooks are stainless steel and we want the hooks back. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's, no, it's a shark. It's on. It's in our territory. Like I would totally fist fight a shark to the death on land. <laughs> on land. Yeah, me too. Like I am game. Let's go. You know, if I get the home field advantage, but if he's got the home field advantage, like I will humbly bow respectably, sir. <laughs> It is actually kind of hilarious how fucking scared this guy is of like digital video game sharks too. Oh yeah, I have I have literally swam under the water and looked a shark in the face and just come back up casually and told Richard, "Yeah, it's a shark." <laughs> and he's like, "I fucking know. Why did you swim down there? You you could have died." But you put me in a video game that has sharks and I am fucking like on the edge like oh, fuck. Did you see something move in the water? <laughs> Even games that don't have sharks, as soon as they let me swim, I'm just like, the camera's just bobbing back and forth. I'm over there. Are there sharks in this game? Are there, are there sharks? <laughs> Put me in the real water? I'm like, ah, it's just a fucking shark. It's cool. <laughs> but in a video game, for some reason, they terrify the fuck out of me. <laughs> well, I get it, you know. Fucking a cold up hose underneath the fucking snow looks like a goddamn snake to me, even though I know snakes are not out in wintertime. You know? <laughs> don't fucking like snakes, dude. <laughs> Just I don't. you're afraid of fucking snakes, man. Yeah. Well, if you don't like snakes, move to Hawaii. They don't have any. Thought about it. <laughs> yeah. Hawaii, actually, that's a good point. I guess that's the goal. We just have to get rich enough on the podcast to afford our studio in Hawaii uh, before we can move to Hawaii. All right, so Hawaii, oh, really? Ireland, or... Fuck Hawaii. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh. a little bit better. Oh, hang on. Let's, just, let's just go with sense. Dustin, you moved away probably 10 years before I did. God, yeah, that's been so long. I went back three years later. The traffic is worse than ever. This was pre-COVID, mind you. Mm. Anybody that's listening... Pre-COVID, I went and visited everybody in Hawaii, and the traffic was worse than ever. The roads had been expanded, but the traffic was still worse than ever. <laughs> I'm going to leave that. 
Yeah. Shit. <laughs> That's we really, sad. We really missed. We really missed like moving away from Hawaii when COVID hit. I mean, that was years after mm. Dustin left, but mm. I was running a landscaping business over there, mm-hmm. which is the mm-hmm. only business that survived 100. percent Yeah, essentially. <laughs> rich people live in gated communities where they have to have their lawns mowed and their palm trees trimmed and everything has to look perfect. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <Heard that. laughs> and then they, they kicked out all the tourists. So you're like fucking golden. During COVID over there. I'm working in people's yards. People still pay. But all oh. my friends that worked in tourism, whether they're fishing boat captains or hotel concierges or rental car agents, they all lost their jobs. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I do think, and it's just a fantasy of mine that they should just kick out tourists. <laughs> you know, have like a pass. Like you had to have been there. You have to be going with someone who has actually been a resident of the state for some time in order to be a visitor of Hawaii. <laughs> Other than that, like if you want to come to vacation, we need to kick out Airbnb from Hawaii. Okay. Oh sure. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Oh Everywhere yeah, that's though, right. Really. You were telling me about that before. Uh, explain Air- that situation. Airbnb came over, and every person that bought a house in Hawaii ten years before Airbnb existed realized, oh shit, we don't really want to live in Hawaii. So they've been paying for their landscapers to take care of their house. They've been paying for electricity, water bills, taxes, everything. Then all of a sudden they're like, oh, Airbnb. <laughs> and, and everything's like rated. You can rate customers and everything. You can choose who you rent it out to. They're like, let's do this. And everybody started just airbnb their properties illegally because in Hawaii, you have to register your place as a vacation rental. Yeah, I think Everybody that was yeah, set up to, to prevent the whole Airbnb thing, you know. <laughs> Was, Every visitor has to pay visitor taxes on their rent a car, on their everything. That's what makes our living affordable when yeah, you live sure. in. Yeah. But now every single person that lives in the mainland came over here and bought a house and turned it into an Airbnb. And now the rent skyrocketed in oh, Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. Beyond, beyond when Dustin left. Yeah. And it was crazy when I, I was, it was it was more in, it was more expensive than we're paying now for rent. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> like um this quaint little mountain town that we're in right now is comparable to like downtown Portland and like a, a little bit outside like of the downtowns mm-hmm. of DC. Like definitely like fucking Austin prices too. Yeah. I mean shit. You know? And this was probably two thousand and four, I think. So this is like fifteen years ago. So so the county of Maui decided what they were going to do to counteract that was, hey, we're going to friendly, like friendly shots across the bow. We're going to charge you a thousand dollar penalty if we catch you running an illegal rental and a thousand dollars per night after that, because you've already signed a contract with someone that's rented a house. So if somebody rents your house for four nights and they catch you, it's a thousand dollar fine and a thousand dollars for each night. So now you owe the state five thousand dollars. That was their friendly shot across the bow tax. Yeah. And I think because Airbnb has a policy where you can't like 
you can't just say all of a sudden to people, I can't provide you with the housing I agreed to, right? Uh, there, you, you can, but they'll just drop you off their platform. Okay. You will okay. no longer okay. be allowed to rent to them. But hmm. then the next year, year number two, they said, if we catch you running an illegal rental, it's a $20,000 fine initially and $20,000 a night. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a big so money. They gave him a year to be like, you can run your rentals illegally for another year, but you need to figure out your source of income, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. And right. now it's like, now it's like every local in the island that claims they're not a rat is now a rat. Oh, shit. Oh. You are ratting on tourists that are leaving their hotel room, bringing coronavirus coronavirus to our small little island mm -hmm. or you're someone that doesn't live here and you're renting out your house and raising our rents it's it's a total rat society over there hmm. but it's not really being a rat these are people trying to yeah. still live in the island they've lived in for many many years yeah. to right. cultivate the safekeeping of their community kind of you know from the sounds yeah. of it like yeah because, yeah, if you're renting and you're living out there, I could totally see, especially now, like... Landscapers, construction workers, kitchen workers, mm -hmm. nobody can afford to live there on the wages that they're making. Right. Yeah. I can believe it. And you make insane wages, too. You compare the wages you make in, on, in Hawaii to the wages you make, or at least from my perspective, the wages I've made anywhere else. It's it's insane the amount of money you make, but comparatively, because of the cost of living, it's nowhere near as much. You know what I, I mean? Won't, I won't say an actual number I was making, but at times I was making six-figure incomes. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, at all times I was making at least a six-figure income, but most of that, 50% of that goes back into the business. Then you got to pay employees. Then you got to mm -hmm. pay rent. Then you got to pay storage space for your tools. Yeah. Because yeah, the places sure. that you can afford to rent might not have a garage that you can have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was paying $1,000 a month in a five bedroom house and mm -hmm. renting a storage unit for $500 a month. $1,000 in a five bedroom isn't bad, though. That's it, pretty freaking bad, but it's in Kula with a view. Yeah. <laughs> and, a yard view. Where I can, and it's got a fenced in yard where I can keep my dogs. Mm -hmm. And it's the only place that was available. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> for, for having dogs and all the requirements that were necessary. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. a fucking month for a room. <laughs> oh, just your room in a five bedroom. Yeah. Is that what yeah, you said? Yeah, 1000 a month for the room, 500 a month for my storage unit. Okay. I yeah. thought you said a whole five bedroom. I was I was still like the clocks were the cogs were still turning in my mind as to like okay, what who, you who the fuck did you know? A thousand a month for a five bedroom apartment yeah. in Hawaii? A five bedroom <laughs> with a view On in Kula. With a view? Yeah, fuck yourself. I'm gonna go back to Maui. <laughs> oh no, a thousand dollars for a room. That makes more sense because it was probably five thousand dollars a month for that. And also, uh, be noted, uh, people who don't know the layout of Maui at all, that being in Kula is cool. But 90% of the people, that means your 
an hour and a half from where you work. Because uh, people, <laughs> most of the work is in Kie, Lahaina, mm -hmm. tourist areas. Uh, Paia that's a, that's a little a, bit. That's an hour. West side Lahaina is an hour and a half away. Yeah. Well, didn't like a, one of your friends like a shortcut that like a Justin just paraglided down to his job? Oh yeah, we did have a dude who paraglided to work once. That was insane. <laughs> oh no, not once, several times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's smart travel, if you ask me. If you live on a mountain and you want to go down the mountain, just fucking paraglide. <laughs> he would literally hitchhike up the mountain early morning like catching rides up the crater for people that are going up to watch the sunset be like can you drop me here they're like are you sure we're in the middle of nowhere he's like no problem boonies on his, <laughs> his prepaid cell phone <laughs> and calls someone else like can you pick me up at the golf course in an hour <laughs> and he would float down the hill to work <laughs> <laughs> sometimes he'd land like two miles away and have to walk to the road <laughs> <laughs> depends on the, how the breeze was i guess yeah but i mean honestly yeah. it cuts off it it's, it's you might have to walk two miles but still for the most part like knowing that drive and how it could be like you could paraglide down there you could hitchhike up paraglide down there and walk two miles and probably still beat someone who's driving <laughs> with all the fucking traffic. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Fuck that. Like, yeah, your homeboy's stuck in traffic. Like, yeah, you had to walk two miles, but at least instead of in traffic, you were up in the clouds like, Woo! <laughs> mm, not and a bad idea. I think after flying high in the skies on the way to the job site, from uh, Kula to Wailea, Hawaii. Maybe we should take our first break. <laughs> For sure. I'm down with oh, that. Oh, did I just steal Dusty's job? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> keep this up. We're going to hire you. You let that fly way too far. I've been a fan yeah. for way too long. We've been on this for way too long. Yeah. We should have. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Let's go take a quick smoke break and we'll be back uh, with some more hits. Hells yeah, everybody. Yeah. Cause we still got a ton of meat left on this bone. I feel like. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah. Word. Word. I know I'm fucked up when I only have one door unlocked instead of both of them. All right, so which one of you guys was talking about the crater? Hiking into Haleakala Crater. I would have been Dusty. Um, Jeff and Dusty are gone. I'm the only one that's still, uh, I can still hear. All right, cool. Because uh, they all they went outside. They're not around. I just have my headphones on. Oh man, see, I bring my my phone outside with me. Yeah, well, they don't bring the the microphones and uh, headphones and. Oh, all right, all right. Because uh, we're if I mean, unfortunately, I'm uh, not in Colorado anymore. So, yeah, where are uh, you? I'm in middle of nowhere, Arizona. Okay, um, all right. So yeah, I, uh, so it's like Colorado, Arizona, California. We're all in the little zigzag line. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I unfortunately uh, hurt myself, and uh, I am stuck living at my mom's house because I couldn't work, and I needed to have a couple of surgeries and all that other garbage. Oh, shit. Back injury or what? Um, I basically tore every ligament in my knee. Shit. Do you know who Tom Segura is? I do. Um, but I, I mean, I don't obviously don't know him. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm a big Burt Kreischer, Tom Segura fan. They're stand-up comedians. Yeah. Burt Kreischer is the man, the machine, well, baby. The machine, the machine, baby. Are you serious? You oh, a machine yeah. fan? Oh, hell yeah, dude. All right, so I listen to every podcast Bert is a part of. Nice. So he's got the Bert cast, he's got the Bill Bert podcast, and he's got the Two Bears One Cave with Tom Segura. Okay, yeah. So do you remember the the sober October challenges? No, I don't. <laughs> All right, so every October, him, Tom Segura, Joe Rogan, and Ari Shafir challenge themselves to some fucking bullshit while they stay sober for a month. Yeah. Well, I know they didn't... From, um... Go ahead. They did... Oh, I just know it from um, uh, the... Uh... Oh, what the fuck's his name? The Machine <laughs> Story. Well, yeah, no, no, no. I mean, I know the Sober October from Joe Rogan. I didn't know the other okay. guys did it with him. Oh, no, it actually started out just, just Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura. It was okay. just to see who could lose the most weight. They were just literally worried about Burt Kreischer. They're like, we don't think you can live without alcohol. He's like, oh, I totally can. I'll prove you guys wrong. Not yeah. only that, but I'll, I'll do a challenge with you guys. So the first year, oh, it was just gotcha. him and Tom to see who could lose the most weight. And they gotcha. started the hashtag, Tom is fat, hashtag Burt is fat. Okay. And all of Tom Segura's fans came at him hard, and all of Burt Kreischer's fans came at him hard. Anyways, this year, they decided not to do the Sober October because of COVID, and they did sure. a basketball They did a ba- basketball challenge. So it was okay. like one-on-one, him against him, and they just went to like do a slam dunk to see who could come the closest to getting the ball the most vertical they could. His buddy, Tom Segura, another fellow comedian, just runs up to the fucking basket and all of a sudden his leg just gives way. Oh, shitty. And his his left arm, say he's running up, he's on the left side of the basket. He comes running up and all of a sudden his leg that he's standing on gives way and he falls back, tries to catch himself with his back hand here. And his back arm just crumbles in the worst possible way. Oh, no shit. And he shatters his entire arm. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> he can't yeah, he can't even he can't even walk up on a stage to do stand up comedy for like another year. Oh yeah. I uh I'm getting pretty I'm getting most of my leg back working again, but uh I mean, I don't know. I'm uh not a very fast walker right now. I'm pretty slow. But uh-huh. that's all right. Dude, how long have you been working on that beard? I gotta know. Uh, I don't know. That's um, over a year, right? Yeah, for sure. Because uh, I used to Cause... keep it trimmed up before. Uh, I mean, I, I guess I haven't trimmed it at all since probably May. But I've been growing. I've had a relatively decent-sized beard for I don't know, probably a few. Like I don't know, most of my most of 
the time I've known Jeff or, or Dusty. So, so I, I, like, I want to grow out a beard like that. Right. Oh, every, every time I get scruffle on my face, my parents and my boss are like, you look homeless. And the <laughs> girl, but the girls I'm hooking up with at the time are like, Oh no, it looks hot. <laughs> right. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, what's better? A job. I got, I got to like play it both ways. Yeah. But you kind of need the job to get, the to pussy. get the pussy. Will you grab me another beer? Jack? Yeah. So I mean, or two. Job to get the well, at least to like have fun. Although I don't know, it might actually work out better because most uh, most broads like you know somebody that just got out of jail has no money, has no car. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I am very happy right now in my pre-thought. Uh, me and Jeff cut out to go smoke, um, and oh, did uh, he already hit record? Now. All right, here we oh, go. I I hit record. Pretty much before I left, brother. <laughs> you guys were all recording. Uh -oh. Did you say anything incriminating? Because if you I did, I'll restart it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, coming back to that, coming back to that phrase tells me that, uh, you know, I that's got to go. Whatever you guys were talking about, if the conversation finished with, well, most broads like <laughs> a guy who's been to prison. First problem, first problem, calling bitches broads. Second problem, calling women bitches. Okay, all right. <laughs> you can't be calling bitches broads, man. It ain't cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I love women. All oh, you ladies. <laughs> She's a classy broad. You can almost pull that off, Tibby. I think you can almost pull that with the hat. I think. <laughs> I think. I think I can pull it off. Yeah, with the hat. The hat goes with not. the classy broad comment. <laughs> or if not, they can you know make a fist and fuck themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and we are officially back. <laughs> let's, just, let's just not forget bitches love being called classy broads. All right, yeah. <laughs> and classy bras love being called bitches. What's it like a treat like a queen like a whore and a whore like a queen, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow, well, yeah. Some uncharted waters here. <laughs> okay, now that we've lost uh 60% of your female audience, <laughs> which is probably already zero, but you know, uh, no, we've we've got a couple and I'm happy about that. Are you? Yeah, we've your mom doesn't your mom doesn't count, Dusty. I just set you up for a hashtag me too. I was hoping you'd knock it out of the park. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy about having a few female viewers. Are you? Hashtag me yeah, too. Lost sixty percent of them. Like that one get like amputeed or something. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Amber. <laughs> well, I guess I right. roll that well, intro again. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. We're yeah we're back. We've been back. We're One of the topics I wanted to hit, you guys talked about the Haleakala Crater. Oh, doing a and crater somebody trip. Wanted to, somebody, somebody wanted to go in there hiking and camping. Yeah. yeah. That was an idea, yeah. So, me and Dusty went in there. One time, his uh, extremely rich girlfriend rented the place out mm -hmm. and uh, had all of us hike in as friends to the closest cabin. Which is actually only four miles in. That's a good. That's yeah. a good hike. Yeah, yeah. it's a it's a hike. Then, <laughs> yeah. But then, then it's four miles out the next morning. 
Now, the first time I did that hike was because of Dustin. Thank you, Dustin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he was smart enough to hook up with some uh, rich girl that uh, was renting out the entire cabin, and we did that. It was a great hike. I had to borrow Dusty's work boots for that hike. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, my. Oh, Jesus. My work boots were my old. Those were the nom boots that I got that I let you borrow. I think the old fucking Vietnam combat boots that uh, someone had bought me as a gift. And they were like my backup work boots. <laughs> I don't know what this guy dropped on his toe when he wore those at work. <laughs> they were the only thing I could borrow at the time. I couldn't afford boots. I would have I, I would have lost the toe. <laughs> I don't know what he dropped on his safety toe because it wasn't a steel toe, but it had shattered the inside plastic and it was just poking at your pinky toe. God damn. <laughs> that one little spot. That. <laughs> yeah. So I hiked, I had four miles into a volcano with this thing just stabbing into my toe on every downhill step, like ow, yeah. ow, ow. <laughs> it'll say, it'll take grinning. the toe off. <laughs> And smiling and grinning. <laughs> yeah. It was great. Yeah. And then we we camp in this cabin overnight. And we had reserved it. It's a rental system only. We wake up in the morning and some Japanese couple comes walking right in. <laughs> and they walk right through the cabin like it's a tourist attraction. And all of us are like 18 years old, drunk as fuck. Like, uh, oh, I, I, I'm, I am almost 90% sure I had my dick out under the blankets. Knows, <laughs> yeah. Nobody knows who it is. So we just let them walk through the whole cabin and we're like, that was fucking weird. <laughs> Entertainment's here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think we were. I think they thought we were part of the tourist. Look, it's American kids fucking just like we thought. <laughs> look, look, empty bottle Jack Daniels. It is America. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, there is three cabins in there that you can stay at. One is four miles in, one is six miles in, and one is ten miles in. <laughs> I have stayed at all three cabins. Usually, we hike in six miles to the first cabin, stay there for one night hike into the second cabin and stay there for two nights sure. and then hike all the way out through the backside of the crater. Right yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. I've had some like a pretty weird walk-ins, you know, I mean, um, in Eastern Oregon, we had like a, like a, we had like this, uh, hot springs in Eastern Oregon that very few people knew about, you know, it wasn't a, uh, a privately owned one. It was on public land, but it was back on some logging trails. You had to go through some shit to get to it. And after like a maybe a three or four day binge, I had to forget like how long we'd been there at the time. You know, there are hallucinogenics and a lot of booze going on in hot springs, you know. Good times. Well, it was maybe like 11 o'clock in the morning when like this whole Boy Scout troop like just walked in on us, you know, <laughs> I mean, like with like guides and shit like that, you know, and uh, we're in various states of undress with random people, random places, you know, but like being like quite the, um, I guess, respecting towards like Boy Scout troops and all that shit, you know, like, oh yeah, hot springs yours, you know, like start cleaning everything up super quick, like we're on the job, you know, like figure like <laughs> fucking mixers and fucking bottles of liquor, you know, getting people out of the hot springs, picking like beer caps and shit like that. And then my buddy, a uh, good old Richmond, he kicks over like a tall like, screwdriver he had perfectly made. He's really happy about it. Actually, he kicks it over. And the most 
uh, I guess one of the more poetic lines of obscenities just roll out of his fucking mouth. I mean, he did not miss like a many of the uh, the big ones. <laughs> and well, those kids learned a lesson that day. Yeah, I remember looking over like all the kids are wide eyed and like the the scout troopers or whatever they are like uh, the fucking adults, the chaperones. Or like just cross their arms, like shaking their heads, you know, like, and well, so, we. So how much money did that Boy Scouts like uh, class action lawsuit cost you guys? <laughs> uh, like we used our names, our yeah. our proper names. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say that the sad thing, uh, and I'm glad you made the Boy Scout lawsuit joke before I did because mine was gonna be that all the shit that they saw from you guys was probably the nicest thing that they saw on that trip. <laughs> oh, jeez. Like, okay, we left all the debaucheries done. Like, well, turns out, historically... <laughs> Fuck. And I got back into that hot springs after they left. Son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, uh, yeah, but yeah, a uh, uh, cool uh, trip to the fucking crater. Um, I do think that would be a cool trip, you know. Uh, not not to tip off any Hawaii, Hawaii people, but you know, maybe have some hallucinogens just to <laughs> just uh, kick it and kick it off a little bit. Do, whatever you do, don't attack the geese. No. Remember, <laughs> they're the state bird. Yeah, and don't really? fuck with the nanes. A ranger could be on the on the hill with binoculars. Mm-hmm. If that goose comes charging at you, like quack quack, motherfucker, you literally yeah. need to run away <laughs> yeah. from it. And they because will because they know it. Grab it or touch it. Yeah, you will be charged ten thousand dollars. Yeah, and they know it too. They know it, so they will fuck with you. They'll be like, "Give me your shit, however, bitch. You can't hit me." The electric companies are allowed to install uh, giant uh, propellers on the mountains. Now, get me get me straight. I'm not a proponent. I'm not against wind-propelled energy. But they put a bunch of those up on the mountains, and all they do is kill geese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> all they do is, like, these ducks are flying through. And they just have no judgment of speed of how fast the tip of that thing is going. Poof. Feathers. You gotta remember how big these wings are. Oh my god. Center point the outer tip. And they just they always fly through the outer edge where it's moving its fastest. (laughs) To the ground. Well I'd like to take this moment. To salute the fallen Nene Goose <laughs> in all the wind turbines. <laughs> hey, oh, go watch me whip. Now watch me Nene. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> I wish I had my drums button. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> Speaking of goose, oh, this uh, Jeff crushed some goose chili. No, it's goose stew. Oh, goose stew. Uh, yeah. So, uh, basically, what we did this year, right? Uh, because our life is a joke. Or moose. Goose. 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 The goose. (laughs) And so, our our since our life is a joke, what we did this year is for Thanksgiving, we had duck, and then for Christmas, we had duck, and then for New Year's, we had 
goose. <laughs> <laughs> we duck duck goosed it this year, motherfuckers. Nailed it. <laughs> Finally did our duck duck goose. Yeah. And he knocked it out of the park with some goose stew, which I didn't even think was a thing, but like frontier days like a motherfucker with some goose stew. Like uh, it was pretty spot on. And like a yeah, uh, you heard like a Mama Edie's podcast way back in the early ones, and Timmy knows Mama Edie. Like her son Nick, like knocked down a, a lot of geese, and I got a couple like a goose breast off the whole thing. And so then I oh, nice. uh, went wait on minute, like, wait a minute, wait a minute, I got I gotta stop you guys. You you might have just broken something open in a huge way. Uh oh. Uh oh. Like we need to get this clip of you guys just talking about goose. Stew? <laughs> yeah. That, hang on, hang on. Is that a real thing? Well, it was a couple it nights was. ago. Dude, it's a real thing in my fucking refrigerator. Oh, yeah. and it fills up my belly real have nice. Ever, have you guys ever heard of a podcast called Your Mom's House? It's like one of the top five podcasts <laughs> no. in the world. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> that's, with, that's with Tom Segura and Christina Pajitsky, and they have... A uh, very famous, I don't know, there's some fucking race going behind somebody's house. It's like airboats or something. It's in Canada. And this there's like this, I don't know if it's a man or a woman yelling out, You guys are doing good. Come by for some moose soup later. They think they say <laughs> moose soup. Mm. If you guys, if you guys are right, if that bitch is saying goose soup. Oh. This clip of this podcast is going to blow their fucking world open. See, oh, I've, I've never seen the clip. Yeah, this but. Is one of the most, this is one of the most popular podcasts in the world. Google it right now. Behind the scenes. Come on, Jamie. Yeah. Get that shit up. Tom, Tom Segura. <laughs> I, I know Tom Segura. Shout out to Tom Segura. We like you. If you listen to this, <laughs> we like you. Um, Dude, but Goose up, Stew is. Uh, house, look up your mom's house, Moose Soup. Okay. Moose soup. You guys can edit this out later, but I'm serious. <laughs> Check this out right now. All right. Well, I'll write that one down real quick because that's the way we do things. <laughs> yeah. Moose okay, soup. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. I'm not trying to be a cunt. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> it looks like Timmy's checking it out right now. Moose soup. You're also okay. writing this point down so you can edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're at what, like 52 minutes in? <laughs> 1950 on part two. Oh, shit. Damn, we're doing some good jobs here. Yeah, we are. Yeah, if you, guys, if you guys look up those quotes, this is from years ago. This is one of their most famously used uh, sound bites. I put, I put in goose soup, and I got a whole bunch of good recipes for goose soup. Uh, come on now. You, I got a beat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Your mom's house moved. Oh, I forgot the your mom's house part. Yeah, I just put in moose soup. And I got good recipes for moose soup. So it's it's just some old bitch just yelling out, Hey, you guys, you're doing great. Come by later for some moose soup. And it's like some, obviously, somebody that has nothing to do with the race. They mm-hmm. happen to be going through her backyard on the river where she lives. And she's like, come by later. Ah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, we'll uh we'll watch that after the fucking after the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Moose soup, we're coming moose for you. Moose soup, we're coming for you. <laughs> and we got goose stew. Goose stew is uh Yeah. 
yeah. hit, it hit pretty good, you know? And it makes sense. Like, uh, Canadians would probably make goose do a lot because Canadian geese and... Oh, yeah. that's what... Then that's yeah. why I said, too, I got the real Frontier Days feeling off of it. Also, mm. because uh, it's fully one of those things where... Uh, yeah, goose... And especially... I think it was especially because he mentioned the... Because it was shot. He mentioned, like, hey, watch out for... Uh, the shot, you know? The <laughs> shot. So, you know... Chew Tinder on the meat, and instantly in my mind was like, "This is some frontier shit right here. This is like <laughs> what you do on the road to fucking. We're on the Oregon Trail. Shot a goose. Yeah, not not buckshot. It's not something you would use to kill a moose. No. Watch out for the shot. Watch out for the bird shot. The bird shot. Yeah, because yeah. we got goose. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Watch out for the little fucking balls of lead. Yeah. Yeah. And like uh, the straight four like potato peelers, you know, like not like the weird like uh, T cross ones, but like uh, the straight ones, the old school ones are the best ones for digging out like a yeah. bird shot, you know? It's like their secondary purpose. Exactly. That and rotten potatoes. <laughs> not rotten potatoes, but rot in potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like little black spots. All the time with that fucking... Oh, yeah. What do you mean? Nothing wrong with this potato. Perfect potato. Perfect <laughs> potato. Yeah. Dorky kitchen shit, I know. Yeah. yeah. It's not rot, necessarily. It's just, you know, like... It's a black spot on a potato. And you want, you what, want... you mean where the root's about to grow out of it? Well, yeah. Oh, oh well. so that's the scariest <laughs> food I've ever seen, is I had three red potatoes... That I one time forgot about, and the and somehow they ended up in the bottom drawer, the the bottom drawer of. Uh, that was weird. That was weird. Tim paused the video, and all of a sudden Metallica started playing. I know. Sorry, I'm trying to get Moose Soup to come up for you, but. <laughs> oh yeah, we're gonna oh, get Moose Soup. Yeah, I might have. We to got hacked. hacked. Yeah. I can do a Metallica riff, Jeff, real quick. Yeah. Metallica riff, Jeff. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah, you can show off some of your riffs, yeah, Timmy. A, oh jeez. Oh yeah. I don't know. Rid of it either now. <laughs> we just got hacked by Timmy. <laughs> just kind of. Now the screen is all Metallica. We're just faces in the corner, man. We're just faces in the fucking corner, man. Who do you work for, Timmy? <laughs> oh, there we go. There go. Yeah. Oh, I like the split now. I can see both of them on the bottom. Oh, could you not see us before? <laughs> no. Because oh, shit. On the oh, you can only see the bong, right? <laughs> you see what everyone's now, talking now about. I can see, right now I can see uh, the left side of Dusty's face. Now I can see the whole thing. And I can see all of Jeff. Uh, I'll charge you for it next time. Yeah, you okay. <laughs> we couldn't see the, we couldn't see much, much I'll either. pay for it, handsome. How's that? It. How's that work? Can you see both of us? Don't now? worry about it. <laughs> Yeah, moose soup, goose stew, Gustav, all kinds of good things going on in life. Okay, so what else? What else was on my uh, talkables list? Restaurant questions. Colorado life. You had some questions about Colorado life from a California man. Okay. Or Maui so Kyle. When I, went out there, when I went out there, first off. First question, did Colorado show up uh, blue or red? 
Blue. Uh, blue, but yeah. you couldn't tell. <laughs> Some places. I think it went blue. Yeah. Okay, so here's my thing. Driving through uh, Colorado, it's kind of like California out here. Everybody's got uh, Trump signs up. And it seems like people are just afraid to put up Biden signs. <laughs> it depends on the town and the neighborhood you're going through. Yeah. Fort Biden, they're just like, we just don't like Trump. Yeah. I guess, like, if there's um, nice little suburban neighborhoods, you'll probably see a lot more of the blue signs. But if you're, like, a cruising, like, the highways, like, the back roads, like, uh, the countryside, you'll yeah. probably see a lot of red. <laughs> a lot of red, yeah. And that's the trick, too. It's, like, depends on the town. Also, like, like Durango, like, you go through Durango, and it's probably the opposite. Like, anyone who would have voted for Trump here is afraid to vote, afraid to put up the sign, you know what I mean? But then you go two counties over... And the script's completely okay. flipped where I it's out in the middle of Denver. nowhere. I, I flew into Denver to Colorado Springs and then drove south. And I would say I saw 98% Trump signs. Okay. Yeah, that's out where people have oil wells and cattle, I believe. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's out in the east. It, it's very interesting to see 98% Trump signs. And yet the state still voted Biden. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Now, I... Okay, we'll put this in perspective. So, say, like, the city of Texas, I always laughed about, like, the city of Austin. And I spent some time there myself. It's where they keep all the liberals at gunpoint, you know? And Mm so, you know, when you get out, like, the metro, like, areas, you know, it's predominantly red or whatever. But you get, like, down to, like, uh, cultural hubs, I guess. You know, find a lot more blue. Yeah. It's crazy, too, because that was always the joke when I lived in Austin. It was like, uh, like liberal, the liberal people love Austin because it's where you can go to do music and express yourself and all that good stuff. And the rest of Texas loves Austin because they know where to keep their guns pointed. <laughs> exactly. And, the, and that was literally a joke I heard when living in Austin, Texas. Like, And I oh no, I had lived in Round Rock, Texas at the time. Let me correct that. Round Rock, Texas was just outside of Austin, which tells you that, like, you know, maybe if I was on the inside of Austin's county line and someone had made that joke, it would be like, oh, they're just pulling your leg about the guns. <laughs> But being that I'm directly on the county line, it's like, no, that guy's pretty serious. (laughs) I got three guns right now, just in case them liberals tried to break out into our county. Fucking that kind of was serious. Like, what was that? Travis Travis County was Austin, and ahead of that, like, where we were at, um, it was like a double dash name something. Winston Continental. Yeah, I can't remember the name of the county, but it was right outside... It was the county next to Austin. And then a lot of people uh, might not know this, but Texas, the way Texas works is jurisdiction. Texas Texas jurisdiction is based on county. So instead of having like, you know, one one kind of normal centralized, like it depends on what county you're in as opposed what going on like you go one county over it's a dry county you literally cannot buy alcohol no alcohol can be not sold even, not even that fucking 3.2 percent no it's a dry oh, county nope. <laughs> i'm pretty sure you can even technically get ticketed for drinking 
but no one would ever so do that to you. In a, somewhere in Texas, you could be, basically be an Inuit in Alaska in a dry town. So here's the situation. Uh, how I know this so well, Woodson, Woodson, Texas, my hometown originally, Dry County. Uh-huh. You literally can't, there's no beer sold in the county. But on the county line, literally on the fucking, like the, the line of counties is here, and my bong is a beer store. I have known this motherfucker since I was, what, 17, 18 years old? Yeah, youngins. 16, 16. 16 probably, yeah, swimming up fucking kayak shit. Everyone told me Woodson was a dry county. Because <laughs> we work around it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we don't let people know we're from a dry county yeah. in Texas. We just tell them Texas. Texas. Yeah. Yeah. But it turns out that's the that's the truth. But the funny thing is, uh, it's let years. Let me sweep right over this. Carry on, Dustin. Yeah. It's it's years, and nothing's <laughs> been changed. Even though you know everyone obviously drinks, it, just like it's regular. You just have to go to the line of the fucking county directly over into the other county to drink. So it's like, instead of having a bar in downtown of your town, right, where it would make sense, where it's like, oh, it's a two-minute walk home. Drive over that county line and come home. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're not. It's a dry oh. county. but you can take beer with you no one's gonna and you always do i mean everyone has their own beer they just have to drive out to the county line to get it and even like uh so a good example of like the usage of this like uh the fucking popular bar which is actually just a, a beer store a liquor store with like seating is uh Jeff, called Jeff the county just line. His chin tucked into his left shoulder right now. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm so <laughs> <The beard. laughs> not. <laughs> no, it's all right. I, I've been to Woodson. <laughs> yeah, he's been to the county line. I, I, he's I would, actually he's thrown he's thrown some washers down at the county line. Yeah, I, I wanted to fast forward this story a minute ago, but I'll let you keep on going. <laughs> yeah, but no, I'm oh yeah. So that's a that's about all I got is dry counties and uh, how crazy. The, oh, uh, that's fucking the county we lived in was across from austin so in austin you get caught with weed it's a ticket yeah you um, know but like just north of that in the county we lived in like some like 17 year old kid got put, busted um giving away pot brownies life hey. in jail for a tray of pot brownies yep done is what they were trying to charge him with <laughs> yeah because it was and it was literally not even like not even like he had a bag of drugs that he bought somewhere. Like homeboy made brownies for a party. They were in a fucking Pyrex goddamn trade. Like yeah. he went out of his way to make some brownies for the party and they broke them up because he had them cut and they charged him individually for each of the brownies. And so instead of getting like one count of possession of marijuana, it was like, uh, <laughs> 36 counts of possession of marijuana with intent to distribute. They tried to slam that on him too. And for the consistency in it, because apparently homeboy crushed it, just 
out of the park with his brownies. They're like, these things are like fucking 40%. You know, these are fucking technically, technically, they're more than marijuana. They're hashish, and that's even higher. And so they tried to slam him with life in jail. Texas <laughs> doesn't realize that they just let Joe Rogan move there. Right, <laughs> and he's got uh, oh Jesus, he That's smokes weed out of Make us popular. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Some look at it and see a tray of brownies. Others see an attempt to overthrow the government. I know, and, and that's how crazy that is. Because like a tray of brownies, and that's like the coolest and nicest thing you could do <laughs> to like. To Make show friends. up to like a party, and he was a college kid too. It wasn't even like one of these where it's like a forty-three-year-old man with intent that to was, distribute was, these brownies to children. Entrance into the world of marijuana. Yeah, was brownies. Yeah, she accidentally ate some. She learned about it, and that's how we got yeah. on with our lives. And it's like he's he's a college kid. He's over there. He's over there with the apron on. He's over there whisking up some chocolate with the weed butter in it. Like, somebody's going to get some pussy. Somebody's going to get some pussy. You know, he's a college kid. And then you know what? He goes, he gets pulled over and then it's like, life in jail is what we seek for you. You, you were trying to damn the children. And even his lawyer right away, his lawyer, even in the fucking article when they interviewed him, he's like, this is stupid. One county over. He would literally be getting a fifty dollar ticket. Yep. <laughs> Package for individual sale. Yeah. There was thirty six of them. Yeah. Well, and they were good shit too. They were in a tray. <laughs> yeah, they were in a tray, cut up, just like you would bring to a fucking, you know, to a friend's party. Like, here's a tray of brownies, adults oh. only. I yeah. brought the potluck. I brought the potluck. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. He was just yeah, thinking he was going to be the cool guy. Only cut up into twelve brownies. That's how you know they made some good shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's another indicator. It's like, that's what you cut 36 slices? Like, damn. Cut that like fudge. <laughs> you cut that like fudge, man. <laughs> that must be viscous. <laughs> that's that brownie that you eat, and afterwards you're like, is there, is there green in my teeth? I feel it. <laughs> I, feel the, I feel it in my teeth. <laughs> yeah, so... Texas is so broken up county by county. Listeners, how many chewed up and spit out listeners and hosts are Office fans? Well, the show The Office. I like The yeah. Office. Our our listeners will have to let us know in the comments because you know it's I not something like, we ever I asked. I kind of feel before. like The Office with its bullshit and pranks kind of fits in with the kitchen. Hmm. Well, it's kind similar, of. but there's see, there's a TV show for that. It just hasn't been made yet because nobody's picked us up. <laughs> so here was, here was my best question about the kitchen. It's I'm, I'm relating it to The Office because I'm a huge Office fan, but I wanted yeah. to know about pranks that you guys pull on each other in the kitchen. Oh shit! <laughs> I've seen a couple in the past, but I want to hear every one of your best pranks. I mean, like, Dustin, you've worked on the job site. You've heard of the tile stretcher, the board stretcher. Oh, yeah. No, we've, we, yeah. And I think I went over that in an episode where I, I talked about fucking, what was it, the plate stretcher? It was a bacon stretcher. Bacon stretcher. That's right. The plate stretcher. Plate stretcher, you said yeah. said someone looked at the plates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's been, there's been other ones over the time. Um, 
You know, I've seen I've also seen people who were bad at pranks. Uh, you know, one guy <laughs> yeah. one guy almost blinded me <laughs> accidentally. And it was because uh, he always liked to do silly little pranks. And then one day we have a blackening spice. Uh, shout out to Blackie Spice. I still love you, baby girl. <laughs> I still use that spice recipe all the time. Black and chicken sandwiches, black and fish. I got you, dog. <laughs> yeah. But so, yeah, he grabbed a handful of it. And just as a joke, he like had blackened something and then didn't even think about it and just looked at me and was like, and blew it towards my face. And I kind of luckily like leaned back and swatted it away. And the second he it left his hand, like he was like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. And started swatting it around like, like oh, shit. I'm sorry, dude. I didn't mean to bl- almost blind you. Like that was totally a stupid move. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Jeff almost gave him pink eye though, so that was kind of <laughs> well. You know. that, he ne- he <laughs> never <laughs> fucked with Jeff. He even told me that very day. Uh, I said something. I'm like, I'm gonna have to get you back, and he's like, Fuck! I hate getting got back. That's why I never fuck with Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, I just treat people like they treat me, except for if they shoot me with a BB gun, I just nuke them. You know, <laughs> so it's really close. You know? Um. This guy, he was known for being a very physical comedian, you know? Like like Dusty was saying, like holding his hand up and like blowing off the black spice into his face. You know, he didn't mean it. He's just a very physical comedian. One of his like a physical comedian things was snapping me with a towel. You know? It it does it doesn't seem like a lot, but you gotta draw the line. Well, yeah, and if you're good at it. <laughs> definitely, definitely. But if I were just like to pass that off, then who knows what would come next. But as I shook my head at him, kept on doing my job, and at one point, like maybe less than five minutes later, he was reaching down and low boy to reach out. So I'm like, oh yeah, right beside you. He put his face right down there, and I just cut loose on a really fucking chainsaw ripper of a fucking fart right there, you know? <laughs> his head was like less... Right against... Yeah. Yeah, From what he said, he he said it was right like you grabbed... You were like grabbed his head and like it was right against his head like he felt the rumble. Well, He felt the shake. I made sure his head and face was yeah. less than six inches away from my asshole when I did it. Yeah, you know? He almost got pink here. <laughs> yeah, he kind of got both, nice. you know? Yeah. And... Uh, since then, like, yeah, I never snap with the towel yeah. again. Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's he straight up. He even told me, he's like, I don't fuck with Jeff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, man, don't fuck with Jeff. He'll really, he'll like get you good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, just, I just remember getting a snap and towel fight with my brother when I was a kid. And man, I lost at 10 years old. He whipped me. And this towel hit me right here on the lash of my eye and right here from the slit of my eyelid to right here, I was slit open. Damn. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> That's fucking I lethal. if that towel would have hit my eyeball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he popped my <laughs> eye out with a towel? God damn. Yeah. yeah. Towels are he, lethal. He kill build me with a towel. It just pulled my eye out. <laughs> it just flopped around a trailer for a little while. <laughs> Jeez. That'd be the that'd be the uh yeah, the the kill bill of the ten year old. Now he's cyclops for the rest of his life. Yeah. But you know, that one was just a spontaneous one for me. I think the best one I ever orchestrated after orchestrating a few of these kitchen pranks basically you know um 
So uh, I was working in a downtown Portland joint, and in downtown Portland, there's a lot of these uh, inside-out trailers to where you can go get, like, free needles, basically, you know. It's like a, a healthcare program, but you're trying to get right. clean, you know, a trailer basically set up, you know. Yeah, there's just, just trying to keep people from getting HIV. Here's clean needles. Shoot <laughs> yeah, up here. exactly. You know, and they're on a good path. I, I love those guys. You know, but of course, like there's a trailer like within two blocks of the restaurant or whatever. And um, I had this problem with my brunch because c- coming in like so fucking hungover that they could not even begin to like do their job appropriately to make like great, great, great food. You know. I'm sure I'm probably the only person who's ever had like a problem with hungover brunch chefs, whatever. It's fine. (laughs) But either which way, um, I always did keep uh, Kool-Aid in the kitchen as well, whether it be like the the great Kool-Aid or like the fucking, the fruit punch one, you know? Like, it's always great to have... We rock some Kool-Aids. Yeah, I mean, it'll dissolve somebody from like a conflict, you know? Yeah. I mean... Uh Uh-huh. You know... So one day, like um, on a Friday, I got the delivery in, and I had this, this whole big old like case of eggs. You know, I know like this case of eggs is going to brunch shift tomorrow and the next day, and I know like uh, it being a payday and all that. Like my brunch cooks will come in like at very best their ragged wits end, you know, trying to do their job. And so like thinking about things for a little bit, I went up to like that inside out place I previously mentioned and got like a brand new hypodermic needle, you know. Went back down to the restaurant, was looking at like a, my grape Kool-Aid powder mix. It's like, okay, I could work with this. Took that grape Kool-Aid and I mixed up some fucking mayonnaise with a grape Kool-Aid, like fucking all like fucking just nasty like purple gelatin style, you know? I mean, <laughs> bear with me, you know? We're almost there. <laughs> and so, <laughs> yeah. I looked at like a, my case of eggs for like in my cooks tomorrow. Took this hypodermic needle, and like on the top row, I pulled out like a, all the contents of one egg with the hypodermic needle and replaced it with purple goo. And then I took it down like a couple more layers, took out a couple more legs, replaced like a, the inside of eggs with just purple fucking mayonnaise grill goo. What the fuck is your problem? <laughs> oh, it's a long and distinguished list. Okay. <laughs> You're trying to send someone to the mental hospital. We're trying to play pranks on friends. Well, I guess as uh, our buddy works with said, don't don't fuck with Jeff. You are doing nothing but making my balls tingle like a thousand Christmas trees. Against my balls. Please keep going. Could just be cracking one of them. Yeah. Okay. Just fast forward yourself to like a like crepe. (laughs) <laughs> 8 30 9 o'clock in the morning you've been there since like 7 30 you barely got your shit together you're trying to like crack eggs for the first couple that comes in through your front door and you just crack like a pile of purple goo on a sizzling hot saute pan it's purple it's fucking maize based and it smells like fucking grape oh i would puke i would guarantee Jeff jeff seen me he's worked with me in the mirror and it doesn't take much one day i came in I came into work and started cutting cucumbers. Well, just slicing did cucumbers. The, did the middle of his story interrupt the beginning of yours? <laughs> I feel like I had somewhere else to go. Yeah, fucking Damn. <laughs> Damn, son. Coming in hot over Wait, here. What happened with the purple egg? Yeah. Motherfucker. Um, the first one, like, really fucked up, like, my egg guy. 
<laughs> really fucked him up bad, you know. But that's why, like, wait, I wait. I, I just fucked up just Jeff. Still Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Still Jeff. Yeah. Um, the first one got him pretty good, you know. Uh, he just thought it was like a fluke. Shook out his pan. Went on to like continue his ticket, like make the order happen. That's why when I originally designed this one, I went down a couple of flats in that whole egg case. So he had a good solid, maybe like 42 good eggs to play with, you know, until maybe 45 minutes later, it happened again. <laughs> and that time he said, shit, dude, like I was, I was almost up chucking like right there, like right there. I couldn't help myself, you know. <laughs> How many hallucinogenics have they given to these chickens? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, what, yeah, I don't What's know. this thing been eating? It tastes like great mayonnaise. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure like uh, what the guys bought like on their payday the night before, but he's questioning it for at least three eggs. And like the greatest thing is like when I came in, he's like, dude, you gotta talk to the purveyor, man. Like some of these eggs, like it's not like they're like they're old or anything, but like it's not like they're like fucking under they're just they're just wrong, dude. I mean you, you gotta talk to the purveyor. Oh <laughs> yeah, so you know, little common classical kitchen pranks. Creep eggs. That would make me lose my shit for sure. Okay. I just like to fuck with Greybeard. That was my favorite thing to do. Oh yeah, Timmy. Great on. Yeah, fucking I mean, with Greybeard yeah, is great. Like, yeah, like I didn't actually ever do anything bad. Like I would take his where his he had his all his meat set up and I'd take his um knife and put it on the other side of his board, right? And then Greybeard would come back to his station and flip the fuck out. Be like, where the fuck is my fucking knife? Who the fuck touched it? I'm gonna skull fuck every one of you motherfuckers. And literally, his knife was on the other side of his cutting board. And he yeah. like, hey, buddy, it's right there. And he's like, oh, well, my bad. 20 <laughs> so inches fun. away. It was so fun. Yeah, so fun, dude. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, one of the best chefs I ever got to like uh, eat his food from, you know, and very meticulous. Very meticulous. <laughs> very meticulous. If his knife moved 20 inches, he threatens to skull fuck people. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> The world has ended. The world has <laughs> yeah, It was fun. Yeah. Somebody's world will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I've Hell got yes. I've got good kitchen pranks, but uh, I think most of them, most of them, all I've I've tackled. Uh, I think here, so. What I'm gonna go with here is an outside of kitchen prank that is still kitchen related because it regards a dude I met in culinary school. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Before you get to cut that one off, what was your bullshit that you spewed <laughs> the other day? Everybody else said that when something shitty happened, you were like, oh, oh, you won't fuck with a person's food. Yeah. You I won't just fuck with the presentation of it. Yeah, <laughs> I won't. I'll never fuck with the integrity thought. of the dish. I value the dish yeah, too much to fuck with the integrity of the dish. Of the dish. That was so well and eloquently put. Yeah. I will fuck I won't I won't fuck with your food. I'll just like draw a dick and the sauce will be jizzing on the fucking chicken that you're eating. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll get yeah. that. But but flavor wise, you'll be like, God, I'm glad that little bit of jizz got on my fucking asparagus. That actually was awesome. <laughs> like, even better, I have a quote from one of your most recent podcasts. Hang on, let me let me go back because 
on my home screen, I had to text message it to myself. Oh, shit. To make sure I didn't tell you about it. <laughs> Damn. You're hiding stuff from Dusty so by texting like, it to oh, yourself? Yeah, I have a text yeah. message from me. <laughs> I think this is one of the best quotes you've ever had out of your fucking mouth. You want some frozen yogurt? Two things you need to know. Sparkles are a dollar extra, and I shoot to kill. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think that should be a bumper sticker. Oh, actually, good good thing to point that out. We're working on bumper stickers, so yeah, from a fan, we are putting that on a bumper sticker. <laughs> I know so somebody who can sell that too. <laughs> yeah. I think that's that's the bumper sticker. You want some frozen yogurt? Two things you need to know. Sparkles are a dollar extra, and I shoot to kill. <laughs> I shit. I think that's the first fucking bumper sticker. First bumper sticker. <laughs> I like it a I lot. I like that. Yeah. That actually fly well in Colorado. Yes, that would. It hits all the right notes. <laughs> it hits all the right notes. And just especially you know, locally. You know, I was driving through the fucking forests of California on my fucking day off on a rainy day just to drive around with my dog. Heard that pulled over. <laughs> Typed it into my phone, rewound it just to make sure I heard it correctly. <laughs> And then <laughs> sent it to myself. Nice. <laughs> nice. To but, make yeah. sure I can let you guys know that needs to be a motherfucking sticker. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. oh, well, look for it coming because soon, it, folks. It, it makes no sense. It makes no sense except to people that listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. fucking perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have to understand the battle of uh, racist over fucking bearing conservative fro yo. You got to figure out the right font to make it sound like angry at first and then just like, yeah, you know. Yeah. So like sparkles at the end yeah. <laughs> angry and then nice for sparkles cost a dollar and then back to angry for <laughs> and I shoot to kill <laughs> in red oh, in red you want yes. the frozen yogurt two things you gotta know bro <laughs> sprinkles cost a dollar extra and I shoot to kill and I shoot to kill <laughs> blot blot that's reasonable, you know? If I walked up, like, trying to find some frozen yogurt somewhere, and I saw those two rolls, I'd be like, okay, thanks for laying them out, you know? Thanks for laying them out. <laughs> you didn't mention berry I'm, I'm toppings. Don't get me started on berry toppings. <laughs> I'm just saying, Cold Stone Creamery, look out. <laughs> look out. <laughs> yeah. Top that's coming for you. <laughs> Shit. If they don't get another brick in the window. <laughs> yeah. Just another brick in the window. Another, it's just it's all just another brick in the window. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, because I think that happened since we last talked about them. Someone just straight bricked their window. Oh no, we talked about that in the podcast. Them getting bricked. I think they got shut down though. So <laughs> what else? Yeah. COVID takes one victory. Mm, they're being like all cocky about it though, like. Well, we're going to open it back up again, but probably just not in this location. Maybe not this town. <laughs> yeah, maybe we need to find another town that's sad looking around, like, for someone to say no. A cold stone, not a community. Yeah. yeah. We, we have a cold stone. Yeah, it's yeah. right across the street from, like, that top, that place, who the owner is a piece of shit. Yeah. And I hope he moves on. Yeah, that guy yeah. is a fucking you guys have a cold stone in Colorado? Yeah. 
I love going there and paying them not to sing. I literally, because <laughs> I had to work at one. Yeah. Who the fuck needs cold ice cream in Colorado? Oh, it's good Colorado on a hot people. day. Eskimos. Yeah. Uh, surprisingly, <laughs> our old boss uh, once told us he operated a Dairy Queen. And he said, surprisingly, one of his busiest days of the year is the, the first, first snow. snow. Yep, absolutely. The first snow, everyone's like, mm, I want to eat ice cream. Fucking yeah. weirdos. It's a huge sect of those people out there. Yeah. I I don't get it. I mean... <laughs> I want hot cocoa. When it snows, I want hot cocoa. Or I want coffee and cigarettes. I think like By coffee, a and coffee and Jameson. Coffee and Jameson. Oh, how much I want whiskey. Yes. <laughs> Just a nice cup don't, of whiskey. Don't eat 31 flavors in Kihei, Maui, Hawaii. Oh, I would never. <laughs> no. so I'm all about the shave that? ice if I go. Oh, there you go. Which which flavor is wrong? <laughs> all no, 31. I'm sure it's safe. The ice cream's all fine. It's the 32nd <laughs> flavor that's wrong. The 32nd flavor is what they're hiding from you. You shouldn't go to a place to keep secrets. Never. Well, being a lactard myself, if I ate 31 flavors of any ice cream, like that's just a big no-no. <laughs> <laughs> that's so when you know a business that I, upsets you. That's what, that should in be the your... town that I work in, they ran a 31 flavors Baskin Robbins and they got caught by Baskin Robbins selling bullshit ice cream oh, because shit. they weren't buying, they weren't buying enough from Baskin Robbins so they knew something was happening. Buying from my homie. Oh yeah, seven and seven cheaper. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so they got they got shut down. Yeah. I literally had a Baskin Robbins get shut down in my town. That's how boring. <laughs> <laughs> the place I live in. Yeah, no, the fact that you know about it proves that. I think that would be the funniest uh, to uh, for Jeff being lactose intolerant. The funniest <laughs> possible job that he could take is just doing payback on ice cream shops that fuck people. Like, did an ice cream shop piss you off enough? Pay me 50 bucks and I'll go in there and try seven scoops. And then <laughs> shit all over the place <laughs> and leave. <laughs> just just go through. Nice. Just give me all your ice cream. This is going to be violent. <laughs> Maybe yeah. not in the front room. Even if you shit in the bathroom, it's still a worthy punishment because someone's got to clean that up. Yeah, know? chip and porcelain. <laughs> yeah. No, just stand at the toilet and then turn and face the toilet and that bend down and shit everywhere else. Timmy, Timmy, is that you? Are you sawing oh, something? Right, what are you sawing? Are you cutting oh, up a body? That, that was, that was yeah. literally a fucking fine tooth saw <laughs> cutting a board in half. It's, it's not a saw. It's, uh, uh, he's a part-time dentist. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually a... Uh, uh, it's actually sandpaper, but uh, wow, sand it down <laughs> next to the microphone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, th I was really curious what was happening. I was getting vigorous, I was not gonna interrupt him. <laughs> you know, let him finish. <laughs> yeah, uh, Timmy, uh, just quick question, real quick Are you about to finish on a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we said a no ejaculation rule after episode three. I did not get that. Memo. You gotta dust all over this thing, bro. 
You gotta do what you gotta do, you know? <laughs> gotta do, just sanding down some wood, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Sound uh, like you're obviously right-handed. Down, uh, I'm sanding down some uh, some frets on a on a guitar neck, actually, is what I'm what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that still sounds oddly like the same thing I said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not so ambiguous I'm there. just sanding the frets on my guitar <laughs> neck, homie. Premium, premium placement for the microphone. I just felt like, you know, J-O-ing a little. What can I say? All right. All right. Yeah, yeah. Just, just wanted to support you. Premium placement for the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like to do it with sandpaper. <laughs> you guys don't get actual wood? Am I, mean, I an X man? Yeah. yeah. I mean, here, I can show you. Oh. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. I'm going to show you. Quickly backpedaling. It was you guys out. that encouraged him. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's uh, the same old Timmy right there. There we go. There we go. Look at those frets. Oh. Sand those frets, big boy. <laughs> Yeah, to our listeners, it looks like he's actually doing some work. He's making on... a guitar. Do you have another guitar, Timmy? Play something for us. Play something for <laughs> us. But that's what I was actually doing. So you guys, you guys have no idea how hard he's making me by showing me that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, that's like some. That's like some sexy Facebook like. Relax and watch this video. <laughs> Sending <laughs> frets with Timmy. Yeah. Yeah. Send that one to Ron Swanson. Hey, hey, you're you're talking to a guy who my my stepdad. He doesn't like sports cars. You know, he okay. likes fancy guitars. Oh, oh okay. nice. I have no idea how much he just spent on this new guitar, but I bet it's more than a fucking Porsche. Oh, Ooh, I bet that's a sexy piece of guitar, <laughs> though. Looking like polished with rock. He literally took a, a slab of stone to a guitar maker, and he's like, hey, can you put this in my guitar? He goes, yeah, no problem. Then he comes back after he finished the guitar. He goes, I will never work with that type of rock again in my life. <laughs> Shit. Heard that. Bonus. Custom made by a multi-fucking famous guy that makes guitars, and he'll never work with that rock again. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It's like rehab or something. Trying to make you huh? Is it like huh? rehab? Let's <laughs> no. put some salt bay on it, huh? <laughs> well, wait, salt bay, salt bay must just piss you guys off. Right. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I do like to aerate 100%. my seasonings. I totally go up. I don't do it over my arm because that's you don't want it to roll down your forearm. That's just a little weird. But I totally do have the habit of like when I season something, I'll start low and be like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the magic. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or or I'll do that too, where I'll do the sprinkle and then take the leftover and just be like, 
<laughs> For the record, I have worked next to this guy. He does make those exact same fucking noises. Yeah, no, the sound effects go with it even when I'm cooking. <laughs> I will literally be over there next to him. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck just happened, dude? I season the steak. Wait till I flip it. Dude. So, out of curiosity, uh, how long do these podcasts usually run? Uh, <laughs> however long we decide. <laughs> however long we decide, yeah. I mean, that's uh, fucking awesome. Yeah. That sounds like and, some Joe Rogan ass shit. Yeah, that's what uh, basically we do an, an hour or till there's no meat left on the bone. Yep, usually. All right, all right. Yeah, right around like, uh, the second cigarette break, we get to know, like, okay, we gauge things, you know. Yeah. Hey, making it through one. Oh, are we taking a second break? I don't know yet. I mean, come on now. Yeah. Well, shit. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> if you're showing off over there, yeah, I think mm. we're going to take, yeah, uh, we might take another quick little break here. All right. Well, I'm going to go back to sanding. Yeah. Go back to sanding <laughs> your wood. Word. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll make sensual noises and I'll make sure to record them. Yeah. I will. I. <laughs> Then make sure to send some of that abrasiveness my way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you two get sensual over some sandy wood. Hey, Kyle, you um, make your comments upon his uh, stroking of his wood. <laughs> well, I'm not. I mean, I'm stroking my wood, but I'm actually taking down some metal, you know? Jeez. <laughs> oh, Got piercings? <laughs> exactly. Dude, man, careful. Don't rip out your Prince Charles. <laughs> Jacob's ladder isn't meant to be climbed, brother. <laughs> All right, so no joke. Last night, I was supposed to have Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. Turns out, turns out, I got an extra day off already, so I had Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. Nice. I woke up last night at 6 p.m. I looked at my phone and it said 6 o'clock. I thought it was 6 p.m. <laughs> I, I really got so fucked up over the weekend that I gained an extra 12 hours. Nice. Uh. So Timmy's done playing with his wood, and he's back to us, and we are back. Hells yeah. Yeah. Bringing in the third leg of this journey that we call Time with Maui Kyle, or whatever we title this episode, because it's probably going to have a totally different title than that. (laughs) Yeah, we always find that gold nugget in the bottom. There's always a gold nugget somewhere in the shit. That's what it's I say. Always right where the most racist or horrible thing was said. <laughs> uh, uh, so go back to the part where we lost our female listeners. <laughs> yeah, classy bro. Well, I'm sorry. I'm like sorry. Not the most racist or offensive thing you can say. It's, most, it's like the most offensive thing you can say to a celebrity, like Bobby Fillet. <laughs> yeah. No, Bobby, yeah. Fuck Bobby, that fat Bobby fuck. Fillet me later. Yeah, Bobby Fillet. Fillet, <laughs> yeah. Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. Play Bobby Play. We've been harassing him a lot and he hasn't got back to us and I feel like it's because he's afraid. Well, he's well, gotta be intimidated by now. Challenge, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, we're not even like Tiger Kinging him here. I'm not even like fucking Bobby Flay dolls and shooting him in the head. I'm just saying, fuck you, you're a bitch. Come, come, come take a challenge. Come at us. <laughs> come at us, bro. <laughs> you got a show called Beat Bobby Flay. I want to beat Bobby Flay. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck Bobby Flay. Yes. Fuck Bobby Flay. Sword fight on top of a fucking, on top of a fucking uh, parking lot. Oh. No, that's Highlander. So cooking challenge. Yeah. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors. Rock, Wait. paper, scissors. I will beat this shit out of Bobby Flay. Did you get a someone else? You don't need to get in touch with Bobby Flay. You got to get in touch with Bobby Flay's agent. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Bobby Flay's agent. Yeah. Well, if they haven't heard of us by now, yeah. they're kind of slacking the job. I mean, if job. Keanu, Keanu Reeves' fan page likes yeah, us, number then... Three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think we're up to number one by now. We, we got the oh, original Keanu. Keanu. You can't reach Keanu Reeves. That motherfucker's like in the middle of teaching like ammo tactics. Yeah. Actually, he reached out to <laughs> us. Yeah. He, 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 yeah. Such a good shooter. Yeah. He's actually teaching his own ammo courses yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> Keanu Reeves or the fan page of it liked our comment about Bobby Flay needing to come get beat. So that's our motivation to keep going. Is Keanu Reeves on Facebook likes us? I don't know that that is anywhere near the real Keanu Reeves. No, we we looked so into that. But it looks like it is. Now you guys got to call up Keanu Reeves and get him on the podcast. Because if you get Keanu Reeves on the podcast, you can call out Bobby Flay. Well, I'm thinking <laughs> if we get Keanu Reeves on the podcast, we don't need to call out Bobby Flay anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I personally would Literally like to have like a yeah, I'd like to have like a Keanu like judge the pizzas, you know, at the end of the whole yeah, thing, you know. That that's our goal. It's to not have him take our side, but to have him fairly judge as only the one could. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Rick says no lies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need Neo for this. <laughs> yeah, and it's gonna be pizza. Yeah, Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Just <laughs> excellent pies. I, I was working on a reference there, but I'm just gonna <laughs> just gonna skip the reference and just say Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. <laughs> Stoners oh, okay. eat pizza. Okay. That's All the right. reference. <laughs> Stoners eat pizza. <laughs> oh shit! Yes. Yeah. Oh, the struggles and the stumbles. <laughs> you almost had it. <laughs> yeah, almost, I almost had a good one there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fuck, yeah. Keanu, love to have you as a judge. Bobby Flay, fuck you. Yep. yep. Any way you want to do it, Bobby. Pizza, swords. Rochambeau. Rochambeau. Pistols at dawn. Cannons at sunset. Cannons some, at sunset. I was hoping to play some tummy sticks, but that's just me. Tummy <laughs> sticks. <laughs> Belly sticks in the pool. Leg wrestling. <laughs> yeah. We can. You can team up. Even I will let him bring Guy Fieri as his second for some fucking pool style chicken fighting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on, guys. Come on. Do we get lances that are not It's going to be hard though, because you know, Guy's a solid base. <laughs> I hate him and everything about him, but the one thing I will give the guy credit for is you're doing a fucking chicken fight in the pool. You put someone on someone's shoulders. Guy Fieri's a strong base. 
He's going to hold those feet. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's going to play that game. He's going to take it serious. Like only a guy with that douchey of a haircut could. Like, you know, he plays chicken fights for keeps. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is exactly why I'd have Timmy on our team. Timmy, Guy Fury's got go. nothing on you. Yeah, no, he does nope. not. Oh, but but I'm Timmy's broken, leg remember? is down. Yeah, so Timmy will have to be the top. <laughs> not it. <laughs> yeah. And I'll be the base. I got this, guys. <laughs> yeah. Just fall one direction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It turns out uh, both Fieri and uh, fucking Bobby Flay retired when they realized Dusty was drowning. <laughs> <laughs> he was not quite the strong base he claimed to be. <laughs> and Timmy's still flailing, landing critical blows. Yeah, yeah St Timmy's still just wailing away. <laughs> I thought this was a fist fight. <laughs> Is that not the game? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit. Oh, Jesus. That's the next game. It's like, uh, we should make that an actual sport water boxing. You have to get on someone else's shoulders. Yeah. But it's the same rules as boxing, you know, <laughs> instead of just trying to push each other off. like dream boxing, like when you're trying to punch in your sleep, but you can't punch as hard as you want to because you're probably <laughs> punching yeah. against your blankets and your pillows. Well, the punchers are above water. They're on the shoulder of the of the bases. Well, the bases can punch, too, though. The bases can punch, too. <laughs> but you got to be careful punching because then you lose that leg hold. You're yeah, going to exactly. let them slip. And if someone slips, you lose a point. This will be an art and a science. Yeah. <laughs> Join us this well, week on Chicken Fighting ESPN. Too, you could punch nuts. Well, the, <laughs> the base is all about nut punching. That is the entire <gasps> game of the base, nut punching and nut kicking. So well, you got to have solid nuts if you want to be a good base. <laughs> well, also, well, like, nut puncher. if the base had like a solid, like a right, like fucking heavy toe, like fucking nail... It could like gouge, like fucking pull trunks down underwater. <laughs> yeah. Like gouge at the femur, yeah. you know? Yeah. The femoral artery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look out for this one. He's not that big, but he's got a talent. And you know what that means? We might be seeing some deeds today. <laughs> Tonight on ESPN's Chicken Fights. Not with chickens, though. <laughs> but what? Ocho, buddy. On the Ocho. Tune in to ESPN Nueve. <laughs> That'll work. Or <laughs> it's the German ESPN channel. ESPN 9. All right. I'm going to start writing that down because I think we got a really good picture. Yeah. ESPN 9. Join us for the chicken fights where the people in the pool, they fight with the chickens on the shoulders. <laughs> And then after that, we chuck babies at each other. It's German, right. German sports, right? That's what Germans do. Got it penciled down. We'll look into that later. We'll look into that later. <laughs> we will approach ESPN about that. <laughs> Pro chicken fights. All right, Kyle, I got one for you. Like, um, I was looking at like, your list of like things to talk about. I was like, well, fuck, meeting Kyle. How the fuck did like, you and Dusty like fucking... Run into each other. Oh, this is a very interesting story. Oh, actually. this is the story. This, yeah, that's why this was on the list. Yeah, go to town, Kyle. I'm gonna kick back and smoke this bomb. Oh, like, weren't supposed to admit it was on the list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what list? <laughs> I don't keep a list. No, no, seriously. So, I moved from California to Hawaii, and 
I was very lucky. Both of my brothers had lived in Makawao in Maui and met several people. So when I got to go to high school, I knew people before I got there. Nice. Which is the big up as a white boy in a brown slash mixed race town. Brown town. <laughs> yeah. White is basically like, uh, we're going we're gonna to fucking stomp all over you as a new boy unless you know people. Yeah. I know people. And I got hooked up immediately. I was the luckiest white kid that ever moved to Hawaii. And all of a sudden, I had never heard of Dustin for the first four months of school. <laughs> okay, long stretch. <laughs> all of a sudden, this guy shows back up on the island. He's like, oh, did you hear? Leonardo DiCaprio showed up. I'm like, who the fuck is this motherfucker? Because I was the celebrity before he showed up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was the new guy. I was the hot guy. I was I, I had the hot girlfriend with the Lincoln Continental. We drove around ditching school, grabbing up everybody, stealing flasks of Bacardi from Foodland. I was the man. Nice. And in the meanwhile of me being the man, everybody's like, oh, okay, there's a huge storm hitting our high school. And our <laughs> high school gets shut down for the day. They're like, everybody has to go home. Boo fucking who. I jump in my girlfriend's <laughs> car and there is literally fucking six other people that need to fit into this thing. We throw two girls into the trunk. <laughs> yeah. Were those the first of yours? Yeah. <laughs> bitches in the trunk. Females. Ladies. Dames. <laughs> broads. Uh, not broads. Can we, got, can we not be PC on this? No. At least I don't have to be. No. I don't have any kids in life or anything. No. I don't got anybody to respond to besides my boss. And he doesn't give a shit. No. So, <laughs> all right. So we pick up <laughs> me plus seven other people in this Lincoln Continental. Two of them are in the trunk as we're driving out of the school. <laughs> as we're driving into Makawao Town, a tree branch falls right in front of us. We are just the last car that gets underneath it before it hits the ground. And we're rolling up to pick up this guy named Dusty. Like, who the fuck is Dusty? They're like, it doesn't matter. He's got two pinky size rolled joints waiting for us. <laughs> now Come it on. does matter. <laughs> well, Dusty's my best fucking friend. Let's go fucking pick him up. Yeah. <laughs> Not really, not really. I'm still like, I'm the fucking top man. I don't like this motherfucker. We pick him up, and he's just like, he's just dusty. Yeah. He's like, uh, hey, wanna yeah. smoke some dope? Yeah, yeah, let's smoke some dope. Fuck yeah. Be best so pickup ever. Like, it's like six girls, four guys, and dusty. <laughs> because by the time I picked him up, we rolled through Makawao Town and we squeezed more people into yeah. this Lincoln Continental. There was a lady who was a lap belt. <laughs> okay. We had a lap belt. And it was crazy. Rain was still coming down crazy. It was, it her, was, name was, her name was Marika. Marika. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember that now all of a sudden. <laughs> Probably should have forgot that. <laughs> know, I'm not very, that much. It's a, very, it's a very interesting name, and she was a very interesting girl. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna put it that way, okay? That's fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Still, the, the that's the best for a teenage boy. That was the funniest scoop up ever. Because I don't know where I got the call. Uh, 
from from someone I forget who it was who called me who was just like, "Hey, Chelsea, what's up, Chelsea? Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea yeah. and Alyssa, yeah." And they're like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "I'm just chilling at my house. I just got back from Texas, but I'm like, I got a bunch of weed. <laughs> like, what are you guys doing?" And then, tips. Let me spin it backward now. Where'd you get that weed from? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my my brother-in-law probably. <laughs> no, actually, oh, I think I might have. Uncle Richard. Uncle Richard. I think I came across that stuff legitimately. That was some legitimate <laughs> stuff. We'll we'll go ahead and roll with that story. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. Go ahead and roll with that. Yeah. But it was still as a teenage boy, when I was living with my sister and brother-in-law, for out of nowhere to get the knock on the door. And there's just two beautiful girls soaking wet from the rain. Hot. Just like hot. Hot. Teenage just girl. Just like, <laughs> like can Dusty come out? Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, two inch heels, two inch heels, short skirts, yeah. cleavage shirt. That's the shit that King K. Kaliki yeah. High School let these kids get away with. Being in warm rain. Carry on, yeah, Dustin. just drenched in you warm under, rain. You were underselling the slut yeah. level. Go ahead. Oh, uh, and and yeah, <laughs> and my sister was the one who answered the door, and so she gets the. Can Dusty come out? And she just kind of scowls and then looks back at me and. Okay, don't do anything stupid. And then my brother-in-law, <laughs> Richard, shout out to Richard, the man, just walking through from his bedroom, through the kitchen <laughs> to the living room, just casually shouts out, don't fucking get anybody pregnant. It <laughs> <laughs> just keeps walking. Okay, I guess these guys realize I'm the man too now. <laughs> yeah. uh, Hopefully it's loud enough for the ladies to hear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, it looks like they did. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, got to meet that that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so here's where I take over. All of a sudden, I roll up and this guy jumps in the car and I'm still like, fuck you, Dustin. I don't know who the fuck you are, but every bitch in this car is wet to meet you. Literally from the rain. <laughs> it wasn't from the rain, Dusty. It wasn't from, from the rain. rain. I'm the guy. I'm the guy driving the Lincoln Continental. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, bro. You got to answer to me. He's like, "Hey, dude. My name's Dusty. You want to smoke a joint?" <laughs> of course I do. Of course. <laughs> all of a sudden, every bit of machoism is just deflated, like. Hi, buddy. You're my best friend. Can we smoke a joint together? Because I don't have any weed, but I have some. I have some Bacardi. Would you like to drink some Bacardi? Yeah. I just stole some Bacardi from Foodland. <laughs> Honestly, like too. Valley girl. Yeah. Like a valley girl, just being like, "Can I smoke some of your weed, please?" Yeah. You're my new best friend. You're my new best friend. Yeah. I mean, per pretty much from there, it just goes on to swimming out fucking lures and fucking <laughs> working all the time. And, uh, I still catching sharks on the beach. Mm -hmm. That that uh that trick though the uh and uh you know I don't condone anything, but I do. But you know uh, that Bacardi trick. I remember I saw you do that trick, and I thought like this dude's the man. And then I learned it and taught it to a couple of other people. 
then all of a sudden there was like a liquor stealing syndicate <laughs> that I was like a part of. I had like three dudes I could send in like, no, I'm hot right now, bro. You go in and get us a gallon of Bacardi for the party tonight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that all nice. spawned so I from you. Yeah. I worked at the grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got fired. And then I went in there and just stole every flask of Bacardi off their shelves. Yeah. Well, and then Dustin told them he was in there stealing flasks. And then they moved the flask up to the front where they kept the cigarettes. <laughs> so they went in there and they just started stealing half gallons in backpacks. Yeah. There, well, there were people doing that. Yeah. <laughs> We was, had we had no shortage of getting fucked up as sixteen year olds. Oh no, we had a, we had See, all my, the uh, games. Yeah, my little trick was uh, I would empty a box of cereal, put a bottle in it, and then go through self checkout and buy a box of cereal. You motherfucker! We do genius. not condone this, younger listeners that are. Uh, Nobody ever did that. By the way, nobody ever got away with that. That's all no. in a story we're writing called "The Life and Times of Tim Othy. But yeah, that is fucking never, genius, ever. sir. God damn it. Tim Othi. Totally different or, guy. There's oh, a neck tattoo on the other or, side. Oh, oh, oatmeal. Oatmeal. I've got neck tattoos on both sides, bro. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. How many sides are there to a neck? <laughs> exactly. There's four sides. Do you have any right now? Timmy, a.k.a. the Slim Barcode. The Slim Barcode, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, no. That's the thing that you things kids do. Yeah, um, we do not uh, condone like anything like this, but in a fictional world, really, that's so much more fucking genius. I go in like, for the quick slip, <laughs> and like I trust like my physical prowess to like get myself away from the situation before it got to be a situation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I, I had a... I, I had a stupid moment where I got I got my awakening, kind of, when I got too stupid, and I had I always had a trick with a hoodie and a thing. I was young, and I was stupid, but you know. Then I moved to uh, uh, one night when we had already polished off quite a bit of liquor. Someone was like, "Dusty, you got to get more." I'm like, "Okay." I was like, I don't have a hoodie, though. That's my trick. Someone's like, <laughs> I got this vest with an inside pocket. <laughs> I was like, okay. So I stumble into the store, drunk as fuck, with the vest on. <laughs> and try to stick a bottle of liquor. I think, And I got cocky, too. I, I saw a fifth of vodka with two shot glasses attached to it and tried to stick it in my pocket. On my inside pocket, on my vest. That's one of those gift packages that's like a square box. (laughs) So it was a T, basically. It made a cross because it was a bottle. And then it had like a box for the two shot glasses. So it was like a giant cross just protruding under my shirt. (laughs) And these fuckers, they noticed me right away. And there was a big Hawaiian dude who was fed up with my shit. and, and, And he... Made sure I knew that, and uh, <laughs> uh, I was smooth enough to just put the bottle down and step aside before any any like actual illegal action happened. But they what made it very clear they're like, we have a portfolio of you, and that's where I made the joke about the liquor syndicate. 
uh, because they made it clear there. They said, you know, like we have the portfolio of you and we know you're running other people. And I all of a sudden started to get this like mob boss picture in the mind. Like these guys are building a <laughs> fucking portfolio of me. I'm like fucking That's 16. Right, I'm, <laughs> I'm running a liquor syndicate. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. Sounds I didn't like, even I run anything. It, I learned this from Liquor Kyle. And then Liquor Kyle went to Liquor George. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Liquor George went to Liquor Justin. And Liquor George went to Liquor Mitchell. Do you remember Mitchell? Oh, Mitchell. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the that was kind of what made me acknowledge their point. Not to them, but to myself. It was like, oh, yeah, no, that little guy, I can literally go into a store and be like, it's too hot for me and walk out and be like, yo, it's on you. We had a friend, we had a friend walk in and steal so much liquor. One day he shows up at the house and he's hanging out in the garage, just sitting down on a chair like this, just 90 degree angle oh, right the, at the chair. The tinkle fairy thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. And all of a sudden, everybody's like, hey, Mitchell, Mitchell, pass me the cigarette or pass me the joint, whatever the fuck. And he's not passing it. And he just goes. Oh. And everybody's like, what the fuck happened? And all of a sudden, pee just comes pouring out of his shorts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well. That was that was the epitome of us stealing way too much alcohol. We're we're like, goddamn good. Maybe we should dial this back a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what we get for growing up. And I'm happy to see you guys like on this side of this fucking nasty yeah. ass year. Seriously. Yeah. Like, hey, those like a uh, good old times fucking growing up, learning the fucking mistakes. Oh, allegedly, shit. allegedly growing up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the part I put the allegedly on. Allegedly I'm, growing up. I am not a grown up, I'm an expired fucking kid. I love how he says allegedly growing up instead of allegedly fucking up. <laughs> Man. Also, like three new bumper stickers right there. Allegedly. <laughs> you know what? I think that might be the title allegedly fucking up. <laughs> oh, allegedly growing up. <laughs> allegedly growing up. I like that too. <laughs> allegedly growing up. That's a good one. Yes. Heck yeah. Fair enough. I like it. So. Man, yeah. Uh, I so I guess this, was, this is like a three-hour-long podcast or something. Like this might need to be edited down. We're clocking in two twenty-three oh, yeah. right now. We're moving it up. I'd, I'll edit it a bit, but not too much. So you better keep it lively, motherfucker. Two twenty-three, two twenty-four. All yeah. right. Yeah, that's not as bad as I thought. No, but I do <laughs> think we're about we're about to the wrap up. You know what I mean? Uh, Anything yeah, else you that. got to got to say for us, Kyle? Any questions? <laughs> Anything like that? <laughs> yeah, one question, and you're gonna need to edit this out. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't think I will. So be careful. <laughs> hey, boys, I haven't met Dusty's wife. How hot is she? Perfect, Ed. I don't know. I'm not answering that question. No, no, it's just because it's just because when I hear her voice on the other podcast. Yeah, the high mythology one. 
Yeah, Hyman, shout yeah. out to High Mythology. Check it out, people. I'm sure you already have. Shit's blown up. Check it out to High Mythology. Anyways, have a good night, you guys. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess that's, that's the final question. Uh, okay. Fuck yeah. Have a good one, well, Kyle. I to answer the question, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm going to say perfect 10. That's my finish. See, Amazing, and she Jeff knows stories. Really answer that because it's his cousin. And, yeah, like, I'm, yeah. I'm just not, not even going that way. Wait, 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 what was that? Yeah, yeah, I said Jeff can't answer that because it's his cousin, and I uh, I don't want to get myself in trouble either which way, yeah. you know. And do you, do you know the story of of my wife being Jeff's cousin, right? That that could be our finisher. It's a very short uh, one. Oh wait, I didn't know that. Yeah, so <laughs> I thought he said it was your cousin. That's why I was laughing. <laughs> no, no, uh, so not that funny. <laughs> so I got with Cam. And after years of us being together, I think it was like we were together for a year or two. Then I met Jeff, started working with Jeff. Um, and then eventually uh, we were all hanging out and they started talking about like family lineages. Wait, wait like where you come? Oh, I'm up over here like uh, fucking she's south of like uh, right in like Spokane, like a yeah. northwest, like a Washington yeah. style. And they figured out their distant cousins. Yeah, like um, Richmond's actually like oh, a, shit. yeah, yeah. <laughs> not not too far out there though. Like I say, like third, you know, like on the third tier basically, because yeah. my like a second cousin is pretty much a direct cousin of her. You know, yeah. It's like, well, what the fuck, man? The Northwest just got that much smaller. Yeah. So that's an in- that's a very interesting scenario. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. therefore, I will not answer any yeah. questions. And that's probably why Timmy's playing it safe, too, because he knows how small the world is. He's like, I don't want to say shit because he's going to turn around and whip out some genealogy on me, and I'm going to find out she's my cousin, too. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Wait, have either one of you had a 23andMe or the whatever test done? No. No. The fuck is that? DNA testing. It's where they make clones of you to colonize Mars. They don't want a clone of me. They probably they do. Me way too much already. Yeah. No, definitely not. <laughs> I, I got I got the test kit upstairs for fucking Christmas. Oh, oh shit. shit! Have you used it yet? Now, now here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't want to give my DNA to the government. Yeah, that's why I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, but, but but here's what happened. Both of my parents have already done it. No, you kind of don't need yeah. to then. You could just review their stats. Yeah, look and over their shoulder. Them. <laughs> yeah, review their stats, combine them, and you have yours. And also, your uh, DNA is kind of already on file. I got, I got given it as a gift. I'm like, fuck it, why not? Yeah. I heard that. Yeah. At this point, since they already have, since they already have the DNA, I might as well find out mm. exactly what the fuck you are. I'm telling you, they're making clones of people to colonize Mars. That's the, that's why there's that whole push for your DNA. Yeah. Wait a minute. All right, man. Office bands. Office yeah. bands. Year and one, two, three. Uh, Office bands. Like yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah. No, I got that from the man in the bunker. So. <laughs> All right, so uh, the NBC just released a new cold open to one of the episodes they never released before. Oh, right. Oh, wow. it's fucking uh, Jim tricking Dwight into thinking he's going into the Matrix. 
I feel like I've seen that. Please look this shit up. <laughs> yes. The next time we talk, we'll laugh about yeah. it. Office fans out there, <laughs> shout out in the Boom. comments. Let us know that you're the fans. And also, let us know that you're fans of our show. Oh, I thought you stopped recording a while ago, asshole. <laughs> no, dude, we're still going. We're still trucking here. <laughs> yeah. We're still trucking here. That's not getting edited either. Yeah. Poor motherfucker. That, oh, if, if Spotify wasn't a cunt, then that's what I would name this episode is cunt whore motherfucker. Spotify's a cunt. They screwed Joe Rogan over. Heck, heck, heck. No, Spotify. Don't, don't let Spotify hey, play girl. this. Bye-bye. Hey girl, we love you, Spotify. <laughs> we'll take that. We'll take that money if you come at us with it. We love you. <laughs> yeah. On that note, Jets, it's been a fantastic <laughs> evening. It has. Yes. Thank uh, you. Good finisher. Uh, I was just waiting for the finisher there, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> thank you guys, yeah. and thank you, listeners, for listening. Yeah. All that being said, I'll still listen to the fucking ads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Yes. Word. Hey, cheers, Jimmy. Have a good night, everybody. Kyle, always a pleasure, sir. <laughs> Aroha. Cheers, hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.